Patrice O'Neill in studio. Good morning. From Web Junk 20. Hello. From the hit yeah. show. I can't deny it. The hit VH1 show, Web, Web Junk, Junk 20. 20. It's, it's Patrice O'Neill. Good morning. I, I enjoy I enjoy Web Junk Over. I enjoy it. It's just I can't accept we anytime I get happy and then try to embrace something. It, it, anytime I get comfortable, yeah, it's over. Yeah, doesn't that seem the way it is? You gotta like keep yourself in check. You ever have an internal dialogue with yourself oh, like you're time. someone else and tell yourself to shut up? Like I, I I'm constantly going like, alright, this happens and then you know, we we do this, and then and then I go I go shut the fuck up, because if you talk about it, you're gonna jinx the shit out of it, it all the time. That's why yeah. people go, hey, web junk. I go, ah, you know, it's not like ah, right. fuck it, who gives a shit? It's more like, listen, don't ask me about it. Do you know it's just a volatile motherfucking thing? Right. You in and then you out, motherfucker. Don't ask. That's not the the point though. Just before we went on air, I said, uh, yeah, uh, I was talking about web junk twenty, and Patricia's like, look, man, I've been doing this what a third of my life. This uh, entertainment thing, and he's like, it's a paycheck. I'm like, you are such a liar. There's a part of Patrice O'Neill that is proud that he's on doing. Uh, no, it's all 20. of me is proud, but that that part of you me, don't wanna, the you, part when I go, when I go, ah, it's just a, pay, it's like it's a, it's a way of staying humble in my own mind. It's a defense mechanism. It's a defense mechanism yeah. because it's like comfort zone. It's never good for me. It's, no, it just never worked. I would love to be sitting down and go, ah, delicious. Yeah. yeah. But it's not gonna happen. So I just so you know. You know, you know it sticks in my mind. Sticks in my mind and I cannot get it out every time I start feeling comfortable uh, in a situation and happy with the way things are going and think things are going so well and stuff. It's a one instance back in the comedy connection up in Boston, seeing John Valby. And we were talking about somebody <laughs> that had fucked up. And uh he asked me how things were going and with the show up uh, up there and I was like it's fantastic it's great couldn't be better we're having so much fun and stuff <laughs> and and he goes he goes remember pride goeth before the fall like like don't be too fucking hip on yourself and don't be so happy with the way things are going and proud of what you're doing because that comes right before the fall. And I blow him off like fucking sing your whiskey drinking bitch fucking <laughs> songs with your piano and shut the fuck up. Fuck you! Yeah. And within a week or something, That's why I'm laughing, cause we were fired yeah, it was, from our fucking jobs up there. John Valby was one of the last things we last did. Last things we did. And and all I kept thinking was, pride goes before the fall. Pride goes, <laughs> motherfucker. I was telling him how mantra. good everything was going. And, go, and then... Since that day, that sticks in my mind. Anytime someone says, how are things going with work? Eh, you know, you go in, you do, you leave. That's how I do when I get on planes. I I, I stay nervous because I think I'm supposed to. Like, I yeah, can't don't just go, get to the point like this. Ah, yeah. dig it, man. I'm on a plane. Hey, uh, hey, hey, everybody. Excuse me, stewardess. Yeah. Before, I'm always like, no, ma'am, I don't want anything to drink because mm -hmm. it could fuck with the weight of the plane if you and pour I me want a bottle of... <laughs> all my wits about me if I need to open that emergency door and I don't need to be the drunk guy. And then you see the guys that do like the Washington and New York shuttle every day. They just get down. Opening the New York Times. Yeah, the fucking plane is bobbing up and down like 
like a B-52 in flak. <laughs> and you just want to go, motherfucker. <laughs> well, let me see my stocks. Or, uh, go. It's like, God, could you look nervous? And you you see, wait a minute. I look at those guys in the stewardess when shit is happening on the airplane. And if they're not even flinching, I'm like, all right, we're cool. You need your peripheral to go, all right, this motherfucker's not tripping out, so I'll just pretend I'm fucking Did you hear the fucking shit from the stewardess on the plane that hit the the tower? Not the ones that are getting all the press. Now. All, all no, they they have uh, played uh, phone calls from various flights. I've heard a few. So yeah, th there's a stewardess, the uh, Asian girl, and she is the, uh, right as they're plowing into the tower, and she's there going, "Yeah, well, there's you know a couple of terrorists. Uh, count about the four of them as I could see here in first class. We got two dead people. Um, got." That calm as shit, this woman. That is why. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Now, That's now one of the reasons. Now you're taking my my only thing that, that keeps me from going crazy on planes away from me. You're telling me the stewardess is going to be like that no matter what. Yes. No, that's Great. what I'm saying. Great. No. That they I wouldn't be calm. If there was ever a survivor of a plane crash. Yeah. Which they're occasionally uh, which is out, yeah. by, by the way off the subject. You know, they would tell you why they make you put your tuck your head in the back yes. of the seat. Ah, to break your clean neck. up a lot better to break your neck. To so, break to break it. Yeah, it's just like so. I watched one of my no favorite suffering. shows, MythBusters, and they proved that that is one of the most safest uh, positions to be in in a, a certain types of plane crash. Has there ever been a survivor of a fucking major airline plane crash ever? Yeah, couple, couple, very rare though. Especially if they're plowing in the ground at 500, you're done. And you're the point done, no matter what, the, you could be doing cartwheels down the fucking aisle. <laughs> the point to that question is, how would you ever know how cool a stewardess would be if the plane's going down? Yeah. If she's like, not, oh, and she's running up and down the aisle like, you motherfuckers do what you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> or the bitch jump out the window with a fucking, with a parachute. <laughs> Good luck. There's a case of a stewardess. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. There's a case of a stewardess years ago. She was in her jump seat at the back of the plane when it crashed. The tail section of the plane cracked off with her in it. She lived. The whole rest of the plane, kaboom. Get the hell out of here. Sole survivor. Man. Strapped into her little jump seat in the back of the uh, plane. Anyway. I don't believe she would be that cool, man. Yeah. I, have, I, have, I just have feelings about 9-11 and some of that shit yeah, we're gonna, coming out now is really bugging me. We're going to get into that in one second here. Yeah. I don't want to lose Mark in Jersey. Mark, what's up? Oh, good morning, guys. Hey, Mark. I was listening to um, to Twitchell. Like, when you listen to him on the radio, the shit that he says and he's doing in the background, it's so friggin' funny, you know? But then I went to Foundry and I watched the, the video of him, and it's, like, so painful to see him do that. I almost can't, you know, listen to him anymore. Uh, nah, you know he's, what I mean? He's cool with the whole thing. The video is hilarious. Oh, the, I, I, it just, yeah, I feel so bad. He was slapping himself so much. I mean, I was dying. I was dying. I felt, I felt really bad for him. Um, well, why does it say on the, uh, on the phone line here that it, you thought it was hilarious? I, I think, yeah, when I listen to him, it's great. It's funny as can be. But I just, no, it, you know. It's so not, on the radio, it's really funny. If you see the exactly. video, it's very sad. It's sad to watch. Oh, man, I think it's even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. 
Oh, when he's slapping himself with a pudding. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, those right. videos are up there, Steve. Yeah, yeah, that is. They they just went up, and uh, other websites are starting to pick up on him now. Um, by far, one of the funniest things that's ever gone down in the studio is him slapping the shit out of himself with pudding and and pubes and honey and frosting and ketchup all over his hands. What website has picked it up? Uh, the first one to pick it up was Gorilla Mask. Nice. I mean, that's that's a real popular that's huge. site. They just picked up on it, and it's it's right at the top of their site. Maybe yeah. Web Junk Twenty will pick it up. Oh, Maybe. sure. Maybe yeah. Web Junk Twenty. Well, we have a guy up. with a fucking neurological yeah, problem, and uh, it'd be, we want to exploit wonderful, him. But they couldn't even do the, the narcoleptic dog like no. as good as it they could. Is this? No, nah, they get a little. <laughs> they wouldn't do tattoo bad. when uh, tattoo was singing his song. They barely wanted to do that. Patrice, the show's about fun. Yeah, it's not about tragedy. I would love to do fucking Twitchels on fucking web junk oh, just to yeah. talk about his terrific. Just the tragic shit. Why hasn't someone done like extreme web junk? You know, where it's the you know the guy shooting himself in the head, Arba Dwyer, and like some fucking that kid hanging out the back door of the car trying to scare the guys on the bicycles and smacking his head on the bumper. I can't when believe it, that you know, guy survived. All that shit. Give it time. Somebody will put it. Max on. X web yeah. junk. Right. This guy has a problem when he's trying to scare some people on bicycles. <laughs> Ouch, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> Web Max, Max uh, X. It, that's Max one of the best exposure. shows out, though, man. But the guy describing it has no sense of, like, any sorrow or... Any... Now, I understand a lot of the shit's funny. Uh-oh, but... there goes his eye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There are shootouts, and it's like, ow, that cop took a bullet to the chest. That's gonna hurt. It's like, this one leaves five people dead in the streets. They should have known to stay out of the way from a fucking snowmobile with wings on it. You know? And, and just, like, people are dying in it and burning... His friends try to roll him around to put the flames out. He suffered third-degree burns. Ow, that's gotta hurt. Next on Web Junk 20. <laughs> Max X, Web Junk X. Hey, there there it is at the top of the page on Gorilla Mask. Gorilla Mask what? Dot net. How is it labeled? It says, as, as a catchy thing to get people to click. As if a grown man involuntarily and repeatedly slapping himself in the face isn't entertaining enough. <laughs> Opie and Anthony smother Lewis Twitchell's uh, Sant... Uh, I always forget his last Sintani. name. Santani? Santani or Santani. Santani's uh, hands with honey, ketchup, frosting, pudding, eggs, pubes, and more. <laughs> Click here. <laughs> nice. That is really yeah. cool. Thanks and speaking of mask. these websites, what's the one you wanted me to check out? Because I did check it out last night. Oh, Break. Break.com break. used to be bigboys.com. Break.com. Oh, they changed? They changed. They, they, uh, they got a one-word domain. Uh, what's the deal with the video of the guy doing the vault? Is that real? Right here, right here. Show Anthony this and Patrice. Patrice, oh, here. Ah, the monitor almost fell, and it would have been Hawk's fault. <laughs> Patrice, here's one for Web Junk 20. If you guys haven't used this one yet, watch this. I know this is right. Yo, yes, it's radio. I know it's, it's radio. So blah, 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 blah. It. You can go. Magic like you can check that. it out uh, for yourself later or right now. It's break.com, and it's this guy. He's running toward a vault in All some right. kind of gymnastics competition. Watch running, what happens. Running. That's, that's fucking fake. That is fake. Come on, how how is that, that is fake? So fake. How can you tell that's fake? Because nobody can vault that far on one of those no, little wooden vaults. Well, they things. say the the vault uh, malfunctioned and he went flying. How can it malfunction? I don't know. Play it again. <laughs> Play it again. You prove to me fake. this is fake. Anthony doesn't believe anything. All right, but Ant's really good at this. You tell me where it it, it goes fake on us. All right. 
Get the look. He's then running. Again, this he was... hits the vault thing. The malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, malfunction. What did it do to it, malfunction? It, 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 the spring system went back. It, it, it malfunctioned. The whole thing went back. The top part of the, the vault like came off the uh, the base, and the spring just completely... I wouldn't think that thing would have the potential to do that, no matter what happened to it. I, to I, launch you across a room. I don't think it's fake, but I, I don't remember seeing this clip on any uh, no, sports highlight cast. reel. You think all the sports cast are going to in the globe. And look at this one, people. Well, Amazing. Patrice, you should just throw that on WebJunk20 and say, yeah, it's real. I was there. Well, didn't you guys, didn't you guys put on the um, the seltzer bottle or the, the water pressure flying guy? Yeah, the Chinese water yeah. pressure flying guy. Yeah. I watched Mythbusters, and they had tried to recreate that. And they couldn't get the guy to fly two feet. It was just, it didn't fly. First, they're not Chinese. You know how the motherfuckers are. They're, be they're just better the than Chinese are good at faking videos, is what I, it seems to me. They're pretty goddamn good at that faking video shit. CGI. They got a bunch of George Rukas's over there. <laughs> hey, we got more Industrial info. Industrial rights and magic. We got more info on that. Uh, Matt in Connecticut. Matt. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Hey, man. Yeah, as far as I know, well, if you listen to the end, they say like uh, that it's like, it's like a commercial for something. Yeah, I some think. of these things they try to pull off like real, and they're commercials, like people crossing the street and getting nailed by right. cars, and you but could tell you at the last the minute, end? you know, it's a Three Stooges dummy in front of it. Yeah, did, but did you listen at the end? I think they have like a guy with a toolbox, and he like pushes the toolbox away. So you you think that it was just done for a commercial? Yeah, no, it, it definitely was. Oh, okay. like, oh, like he was the guy that was supposed to uh, yeah. the, uh, fix yeah, like, it, or he was sabotaging it, or something. And yeah, oh no, he just like messed up because he's lazy. I can't remember what it was for. I can't oh, even know. Okay, all right, thank you, sir. Yeah, see you guys later. All right, let's go to Doug in New York. Doug, what's up? I just wanted to thank you guys. Again, to work every morning. The first thing I do is get on Break. dot com and check out my daily fix of porn. As soon yeah. as you mentioned, the whole website just like. Oh really? Sorry. Crawl. Sorry about. Sorry that. about that. That's nope. one of those. Be more considerate of your loyal listeners, okay? All right, thanks, man. It's one of the bad parts of having uh, what they call an audience, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank kinda... God when we mention websites, they crash. No kidding. I remember for a while we'd mention it, and uh, the counter would go down. <laughs> actually, see what? Well, how could that possibly happen? We would watch it click up, maybe. Four or five hits. Hey, five people went on this site. All right. We got power in this wow, business. Wow, look again. at us. We're power brokers. Uh, Cody in Indiana. <laughs> hey, morning, fellas. Good morning, Morning. Cody. <laughs> uh, I heard you guys touch a few times on the R. Bud Dwyer video. And yeah. maybe a couple days before uh, the first time I heard you say something was the first time I saw it. And this guy is the most selfish fucking motherfucker and saddest dude I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, you he gotta agree with him. In the face gotta go so with him, hard that it messes up his hair. Yeah, his and hair flies off his head. Cody, have you ever seen the rap video they made out of that? Uh, no, I haven't. It's I gotta, fantastic. I gotta get my buddy Buzzy to maybe uh, mail me a copy. He still has it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've, I've heard you guys talk about it, and I've never, you know, you've talked about it in passing, but never heard what you think about, you know, stuff like that as far as it affecting the things that you've seen and stuff like that. I, I can't, mean, uh, I can't watch it. Yeah, me, yeah, me either. It's really, really disturbing to me. Uh, I could watch the rap video that was made out of it. They put that video to a beat, so you see his hair going up and down, up and down. And then they forward and reverse it, yeah. so it looks like he's dancing almost. Yeah. 
to the uh, beat of the the song as he's shooting himself in the head. It's uh, yeah, a, a buddy of mine moved away, and I left a message on his MySpace that had a little GIF file of him putting the gun in his mouth and then taking it out, and it said, "I miss you so much, I could kill myself, but I won't." Oof! Wow! Car crash. You know, and, a little and, bit, a little and, bit. Look, uh, that uh, that clip. Things like the uh, Ogreish, you know, you go Ogreish. I know Jimmy likes going there. Ben loves that thing. Ben loves it. I can't watch that. I'll watch any form of pornography you want to show me. I will watch it. Girl, horse. Guy, horse. I don't care. Guy, chicken. I don't care what kind of sick, deranged sex. Because well, you believe on. in death now. That's why I used to. I could no. watch a beheading like it was uh, an eight potato chips. When oh, I was no, younger, I man. That's no, even as a kid, things like that disturbed me. I, my, my, my parents, in all their infinite fucking wisdom, back in, I guess, 1967, or whatever the hell it was, 68, decided to take me to the drive-in to go see Bonnie and Clyde with Warren Beatty. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was, how old was I, six years old, something like that? And I, uh, I'm watching it, and I thought it was kind of cool movie gangster thing a little <laughs> gross and stuff but at the end when bonnie and clyde just get mowed down oh, and so fake though. i know but for, dude at the time for for six fake I get now it. for for your you're a six-year-old kid it's like 1968 so you you know you, and this you're was not, before star wars when you know, know, that explains effects. those eyes you're not used to seeing yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking <laughs> pussy i didn't know anthony you're not used to seeing that shit and he's a puss <laughs> we had gone to arby's before the theater or the movies because you know the comac drive-in that used to be there there was an arby's across there and i just loaded up on arby's have my little puppy belly all full, and and I'm watching, and then there it is, Warren Beatty, and uh, what's her name? Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. Get out of the car. The little birds go out of the bushes where yep. the gunmen are, yep. and then like uh, Bonnie, uh, uh, Clyde looks over at Bonnie. They look at each other like we're fucked. Here it comes, and just machine gun fire. Their eyes getting shot out, blood. I fucking went. I threw my Arby's up all over my father's car, it all over the Rambler. It takes every year you learn, you put the, the Anthony puzzle together. <laughs> Here's the new part of the puzzle. I, this is why he, during his explanation, you can see what Anthony's a, a hopeless romantic. That's why he's very monogamous. You're right. He's a, yeah. he's romantic because right. that part of that story was. They looked into each other's eyes, right? And and that's what he pitches for him and his woman that something goes down and they just both go out in a blaze of fucking glory. <laughs> you're a romantic. You're a utopian. You're an ass. <laughs> you just hope the world was better. How do you do this show, Dave? I know Anthony goes home and cries <laughs> and prays to God that God knows it's just a hey, God. Thank you. I I only do this for money. Like Opie really enjoys destroying a life. <laughs> He'll talk about it later. Like dude. I thought it was funny when he just when he had pubic hair in his face and his mother called in and was crying. It was hilarious. Um, um, Anthony's like yeah. when they looked into each other's eyes and it was. Did you? I'm, I'm thinking. Did you cry life. on the slap scene in Jaws <laughs> when the lady came over and go? You knew my. You knew it was a shark. The little kittener wow. boy. <laughs> did you hear that fucking? Did you hear that explanation about yeah, the movie? Not only did I hear it, I saw his eyes. They and were, they watered up. They're starting to blink like, a little too like long. Like Puss in Boots from Shrek. 
that too. They know. Oh. Is that adorable? <laughs> Anthony has feelings. They looked at the new catch. Yes. They yes. looked at. Yes. That was the part that made him throw up. Is the love. The love that was destroyed. It was mm. metaphoric. It was. Because they just saw, like, Ready? oh, fuck, we've been through all this shit. How'd you feel about the, the shooting scene, the sunny scene at the toll booth? Did you throw up? Uh, no, I I, I was uh, older. I why? was older by then. Uh -huh. Didn't see it in the movie theater. Really? Uh, but that didn't really get to me. Why? It was worse. When I watched fucking Sonny get cut it's down, just fucking he Sonny starts to scream. They shoot him so much. You st yep. That is one of the most realistic yeah. gun scenes I've ever fucking seen. That is horrific. Where he just gets shot to the point where he goes, stop killing me. <laughs> I'm dead, all right? Dying. I just haven't fallen down yet. I saw Bonnie and Clyde. They had the fake Tommy gun movement. Yeah. And the thing that pained you was the love that was destroyed. Maybe that was it. I didn't even realize it until you're saying oh, You no. just told everybody. Fuck. Maybe. You know, I you leave this. You really have feelings. Sometimes I leave this place. <laughs> of course he does. And I go, all right, we may have destroyed a life, but... Think of the joy we have given to so many people. He always <laughs> makes deals with himself. <laughs> he makes... I'm he, constantly having an internal monologue inter Spiritual dialogue, deals with yourself myself, yeah. to say it's not so bad. It really bothers that, him some of the things he that, did. But that was my angle with my dad, because my dad would call me out on stuff that we did on this show. I'm like, but dad... There's a lot of people that are commuting, and we're just entertaining them, and, and they have miserable lives, and they, they found enjoyment in that. So maybe I, I hurt one person, but I made thousands of people very happy that very day. Very happy. One person had to be sacrificed. That's, that's how I, I, I had to explain it to my dad, because he was like, what is wrong? Do you ever I, feel bad? I, What's the what? <clears throat> Has there ever been a time you went home and went, fuck? Not, fuck, we might get fired. Right, but, there's been plenty of just, And I'll tell you one man. thing, Patrice, was that Was that... Now that you bring that up quickly, that overrides any feeling bad. The, oh, fuck, we fucked up, we might get fired. <laughs> override. That, that is an override yeah. in my head. I could give a flying fuck. The eyes go away. Yeah. The fucking feelings. The awe. Oh, all goes down the shitter. Uh, we know. When I think my fucking job is on the line. <laughs> when, when the, uh, the, the fired. We right. Know, we know fired. Top priority. Super, <laughs> supersedes everybody. And then you probably qualify to fire like, hey, man, you know, Steve-O and, and E-Rock got to eat too, baby. We responsible. <laughs> <laughs> for the lies <laughs> to make yeah. you feel better but has there ever been a moral one where you just went that wasn't there one thing shit. that like in the studio and we decided like oh uh, my god there was one thing patty I, nothing i think nothing it was nah, nah. was the it the, was it the easy. crying midget <laughs> the midget we made get naked and she was started crying that was that that was close <laughs> we made the that midget was, that was a close one. We, I'll be we, honest. But now, now, somebody... But within an hour after the show, I was eating a steak somewhere and drinking some wine or whatever, going, wow, that was a great Lenny show Lenny Clark wanted... Was it Lenny? Yes. Yeah, it was a porn midget, wasn't Lenny it? Lenny Clark no, wanted a naked midget. Opie knows the story because he knows everything that well, has ever know. happened. He's a walking fucking honestly, library. Honestly, I don't know if Lenny Clark was involved, but I, I know the story was something like this. There was a midget, and she was trying to become a stripper. She wasn't in right. porn yet. Oh, right, You're right. talking about the uh, the porn uh, midget. 
that was really cool. So we inter- we interviewed her as well. Well, no, I think I know what the one you're talking about. She this girl just was a from miserable Long Island midget. or right. Queens or something, and she called Steve or somebody and said, "Look, I'm a midget," because we were talking about getting midgets on the show a long time ago, and and she wanted to be a stripper. And we're like, have you ever stripped before? She goes, no, I haven't done anything, but I, I want to maybe give this a try. I will set it up where so we're it's like, like a strip Well, why club? don't you strip for us for the first time? So she comes in, and she's such a little, little thing that she's standing right on the console in front of us. We're all kind of just looking up at this midget. Dude, not only that, this console wasn't like it is in here. You see, we got a lot of headroom. There were a lot of like electronic uh, uh, shelving and stuff over our heads. So... She was the only human being, and I use that term loosely, that was able to stand up, completely stand up between yeah. this shelving and stuff, which was, it made it hysterical that she fit in there. She was so short. And she's standing up on the console, and we're all watching. We put on some, you know, Motley Crue or some fucking <laughs> oh cliche strip God. club music and get her dancing. And we're, we start, like, telling her to take her clothes off. And you can tell she's pretty reluctant. She doesn't really want to do it. And she starts undressing. Yeah. Uh, I guess she got her top off. Yeah. And and she realized this is just not for her. Wasn't and this for was her. a bad idea. But at this point, we've been whipped up into a frenzy. And, you know. So she just kind of was so, like Her almost, eyes went blank, Patrice. Yeah. They just went to another place. <laughs> An, a whole nother land. The land of Oz. And uh, and we're t- you know kind of suggesting she take her pants off and, and she's her, just her panties. Apart. You can see it. Yeah, just and she apart. like take and she's just in her panties with them midget legs and with stuff fat, and the big like big Popeye fat, arms. Big fat midget. Legs. She got the fat little bent midget legs. All her limbs look like little baseball wiffle ball bats. <laughs> <laughs> with that she meat, got them. That meat by the knee. Fucking cocktail <laughs> Frank fingers. Oh God. <laughs> oh, and, and then toes. And then she's like topless. And she's getting ready to like take her pants off, and then she just loses it, starts crying. She starts crying. <laughs> Says I right can't there. do this, and we're just like, uh. she's like, I know I can't. She's trying to cover up with that little fucking hand that looks like a muffin, <laughs> and she's like holding over her breasts and and trying to see. That's where I w- and it I was see, like we just went like dead. see that doesn't bother me because I could have talked her into not feeling that way, you know? Yeah, because I mean? she had a feeling. Like, yeah, but there's no fun in that. <laughs> but it's but she <laughs> But your whole anger would have been girl, you're up there, just let go of any y- dignity yeah, you have left. You already being an obscure midget who's thinking about stripping is way worse than a stripping midget. That makes you somebody for a couple of years, bitch. Right. In fetish a lot of motherfuckers had those midget fetishes or yeah. whatever. But that wouldn't bother me. You know like Patty mm-hmm. Patty's standing there looking like Auschwitz <laughs> really bothered me. Like she just was a sh- that shivery old mess, and it just Shivered bag of bones. And I know by the time you know when I f- stopped feeling bad for Patty is when she was. And I'm talking about the mousetrap thing. Yeah, is when <clears throat> she was crawling, and you could tell she was in it into the thing where she yeah. was like, "Oh God, it hit my arm," and then oh, what is that? And I go, "Okay, she's." Yeah. Doing it, but just that nakedness right there—it bo- that fucking really? got to me. Yeah, yeah. a little you, bit, man. You can't feel for someone that doesn't feel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Jesus, my latest quote. Even, I know there was low. one. I know there was one. How do you thing. feel for someone that doesn't feel? He, he's, he, see, <laughs> Opie has, Opie, who, what, whatever he made a deal with, whatever yeah. force <laughs> he has made a deal with. See, he'll never get fired from, like, from radio. He'll always have a job in radio. You'll get yeah. fired 
for two years. It's like, you're like, whatever. It's just a, a funny, you know, whoever he made the deal with uh-huh. just was like, oh man, I'm joking. You guys get another job. Like, that's what XM is. I'm fucking with you guys, man. Just fuck with you. You got a job. It's like, you know, it's like when you know how motherfuckers say the genie, you know, when you make a, a wish for a genie uh-huh. and they go, I want to have a big dick. And then the genie, if he's an asshole, he'll just make your whole body a dick. A big and just dick, right. eyes on it. <laughs> Never works. It, it, it's like, whatever, whoever made the dopey man, he's comfortable with the deal he made. He said, fuck it. Right? Oh, he's the only guy comfy with the deal. You're not comfy with the deal. I, uh... uh. I, I have my own ways of justifying what, what yeah. I do, but I will never share that with anybody. That is, he, I swear to you God. You know what? You ever see fucking Golden Child? Mm-hmm. My explanation... He goes into a room, and it turns, no, in, it no, turns no. into hell. But he you, sits on top of a little mountain, and it's like, I'll be right back, baby. He sits <laughs> on a mountain, and it goes, and it goes, oh, boo, what happened no. today? Hey, man, we made a bitch get naked and mousetraps. Oh, nigga, please. <laughs> my Don't worry about it, man. Shit, I did shit. My explanation, Patrice, my, my explanation is so easy. Oh. So easy. And you go, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Go ahead. I'll never say it. Oh, man. What's well, wrong with you, man? What the that, fuck now is wrong you got with you? That would take would you down, even allow anybody else to do that? That would take down all four walls. Oh, then the ceiling hits us in the head. That's right. Done. Fair enough. But I'm telling you right now, it, it is the easiest explanation to this how, whole how, thing. Is it a paragraph? Is it a saying? That is it, that a, is no is saying. it some spiritual thing or is it just no? It's just no, really no, simple. It's, not, it's, it's beyond simple. Is it something easy like, fuck it? <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. It's beyond simple. Uh, let's go to Mike. Oh, Mike. I know what it is. What, what? Opens up the bank book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you buy, you buy. Let me, let me just get online and check my balance. <laughs> All right. Let's see. All is right with the world, motherfucker. Let's see. I'm starting to feel bad about myself. Let's uh, check the bank account in Erie, Pennsylvania. <laughs> check this one. <laughs> which, which account will I check today? Let me spin the wheel. All right, I'll check that corporate account. <laughs> I know you have. Is it all worth it? Things in your head. Um, you know, I'll be completely honest with you. There are times, and there have been situations, and I can't remember. There's like one Stop that me playing. and Oprah, Anthony. We were you, it's we were so like, bad it went out of your head. You can, but no. Anthony is. That's why he stays in his house. The yeah. world. Anthony stays in his house. It's coming together after 17 years. Mm-hmm. It's because the world, the weight of the world. Mm-hmm. You don't watch a lot of news either, do you? No, I watch a lot of news, and it doesn't bother you. It, 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 it I, I would have thought that me, you yeah. don't you watch you don't watch the news. You don't come out in the, because even homeless people. You want to give money to every homeless. You want to help? Oh my you're god! You're making me. You're, you're making me too simple now. Uh, I, I, not not simple, but you have. No, no. A, you're, you the, your a, explanation is too simple now because I I don't fit into the mold you're trying to fit me into. I almost fit. But they're like, well, I can't get the arm in there. What the fuck is it? I, I, there yeah. are a few things that make no sense with right. this picture you're putting. Homeless people, I could give a <laughs> flying fuck about them. And Patrice, I feel no guilt. No, I get annoyed at them. I do. I, I dish out to the so homeless. homeless. Absolutely. That's why you'll never understand this, uh, this relationship in this radio show. Just when, you, should... just when you think you got it figured out, you're like, what? Mm. I, I swear to God. So perhaps, those guys... the, uh, so perhaps the staff should dress in stinky clothing when they go out to dinner <laughs> with you. <laughs> 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 yep. 
a little more I'm complex. Not that bad. Well, a little more complex. It, I'm not far away I, from. I listen, from utopia. I have some sympathy you for the pains of the world. Yes. I do. I, I feel some sympathy for the pains going on in the world. You're like a middle aged Italian version but, of the Green Mountain. Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got flies coming out of my Here's the question today, and the guy just hung up on, uh, on us. Uh, what's the worst thing Anthony has done on this show? Because if you ask that question about me, there's a million that come up. You, you, you're the, you are He's the. He's done some horrific barometer. things too, though. Yeah, I've done some bad stuff. That you started. Uh, he. There was a time when we were in Boston. Anthony enjoyed uh, calling funeral homes. Oh right, and okay. asking to talk to the deceased. Yeah, you know how they list the funerals. <laughs> this is a funny bit, and and original. God damn it, thought this up. Uh, you go through the obituaries, and they list where and when the service is going to be. So when the service is there, you call up, and whoever answers, you go, like, is uh, is John Smith there today? And they say yes, because he's laid out there. They think you're asking, obviously, you're asking if the body is there. Is, is John Smith there? Yes. Um, could, you, could you put him on the phone? <laughs> The silence, the dead silence, the deafening silence that you just get, and then you get, uh, um, uh, yeah, w he's there. Yeah. Just put him on. I, I really need to talk to him. Uh, he's, he's the deceased. <laughs> <laughs> you get like the, this puzzled fucking, and we laugh our fucking ass off. We laugh and laugh and laugh. The Alzheimer's home that we called the uh, thing. Oh shit! You know, that was on you. That was you. Yeah. Oh. Fun, fun was stuff. Was that your idea to call the Alzheimer's thing? I don't know whose idea it was, but I, it does count. I it did it. It, it counts. It. What do you mean? When you when we called, called uh, old Bill, the Alzheimer's oh, clinic. Oh, oh, that is. Like, Hello, thank you, please. You've heard this, right? No. Oh my God. Is it even on this version? Four or three old biddies at this Alzheimer's helpline, and called up and just made them feel so badly for this poor old lost yeah. guy. You never heard me. this? No. You've been with us for years. Old By the way, Bill. someone is calling you out saying that you were there for the dancing midget, Patrice. Are you shitting me? Patrice was there. She for wasn't that? crying. <clears throat> that chick wasn't crying. The one that stopped dancing in the middle of it. That chick. And that's why I don't remember. It didn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> that chick was crying, dude. We had to stop the bit. I was yeah, there. Yeah, we did stop the bit. I was there in the in the in the in the um fucking room. Holy shit. <clears throat> Wait, but Nicole Starr might be the porn midget. That sounds like a porn See, midget there's a, name. there's a confusion here. Because we got it. Uh, I was there during a midget. Get your fucking midget straight. Is Nicole Starr the, the... Nicole Starr was one naked midget that was on the air. I, yeah, of course we've had more well, than one naked that's midget. That's the one I'm thinking of. I think that's the one he's talking show. about. No, I... <laughs> God, where else can one you, naked where else can you hear an argument where guys are like, well, Jesus, we had more than one naked midget. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't, wasn't that midget. It wasn't midget. that midget, motherfucker. <laughs> right. I remember what midget it was. How do you have arguments over which naked midget? <laughs> Fucking, I, I was, I one was naked at midget. a midget. I was at a midget right. very early in the time I stopped coming doing the yes. show. And I, that's what I'm saying. It didn't bother me. Uh, yeah, so, all right. Nicole Starr, the naked midget. What's this? A porn star, a porn site midget with morals? I don't get it. There's a thousand pictures of this chick without her pants on, yet she gets all nervous around us. Yeah, that's the chick yeah. that is an actual porn star midget. Yeah, we're talking about a girl that wanted to get into stripping. <laughs> I wasn't there. We Off brought the her in. Midget. 
I wasn't there. We off brought the her in off the street. She awkwardly started taking her clothes off and then just lost it. <laughs> that wasn't there. Started crying. And someone is saying that uh, Colin Hanks was there. Colin Hanks. It was Colin Hanks and Jack Black. Uh, and Jack Black. Jack Black. Jack Black. Jack Black. All right, Orange, that was Orange with County. the porn star midget. Right, that was porn yeah. star midget. All right, see, everyone's getting it confused. By right. the way, two more guys. We were talking about this yesterday that uh, no longer do the show. Oh, hell yeah. Forget about it. Jack Black. You never get Jack, Jack Black. Black used he to was do our plugging show. Tenacious D back then. That was it. Jack Black would come in and do our show every time he was in New York, and we haven't seen him in years. His biggest movie then was that. Uh, act, 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 act. Mars he played attack. the soldier, yeah. And Mars, Tom Mars Hanks' attack. son came in, and it turns out that he was such a huge fan of the Opie and Anthony program, he was getting bootleg uh, uh, tapes of our show sent to L.A. And he came in, he couldn't believe he was on our show. And now he's but he's now. he's blown up. He was in uh King Kong. He was in King Kong as well. Yeah. I don't think he's blown up yet though. He's getting there. He's in the shadow of Ah, you never know. Maybe we'll get him. Nah, we're done. I think it's possible to get Tom Hanks son again. Yeah. I think so. But maybe right. Tom Tom's, Tom's probably like, look at Yeah. Don't, right, listen, don't fuck was... up Da Vinci Code for me. Through <laughs> 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 this hair like this, I gotta fucking walk around like this. <laughs> I want it to work out. This is the question out. today though. Uh, what is the worst thing Anthony has done on this program? I'm trying to think. Some people are saying this. I'm going to play this for Patrice because he's never but, heard it. But what here's a, how I qualify worst thing, though. Mm -hmm. Participating yes. in, in Opie's evil in does room. not count. What? To me. Oh, no, 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 no. Cause some but, of, like, Anthony, you somebody evil. No, no, some of the evil, he's right there with me, man. I know he's and talking I'll, about initiating. I'm talking about initia. I'm talking about it's like it's like gang mentality. It's like Opie might be the first one to hit Rodney King with the thing, and right. Anthony's like, all right, fuck it, I hit him in his kneecap. I'd too. rather use the Reginald Denny uh, uh, I've seen explanation on this one. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, what the one guy like, hits him with the fucking brick, and then the other, brick, guy, and then the other guy came in and kicked. <laughs> You're the dancer. Please let me. I'm the dancer. I want to know because every interview, Opie's the every, guy that laid the brick well, over his head. Every fucking interview. Oh, well, sorry, Steve. No, no, every no, no. interview. You know, Opie's, you know, the bad guy. You're always, a, you're never an antagonist. I've never seen you anta an antagonist, unless somebody's like really a dick. Right, but, but that's the way, that's the way it works. What about uh -oh. Anthony the, uh, thank you. God damn it. Thank you, Derek from Massachusetts. Uh -oh, Anthony the faith healer. Say no more. Okay, that was pretty bad. <laughs> All right. All right. The only time we uh, we almost got killed. That was at a uh, live appearance. The only time we almost started a riot <laughs> was, was because of him. Wheelchair friend. My, I hate. My shit I was is never drunk. My shit has never caused a riot. My shit has never caused things to be thrown at us. I got all caught up us. in the moment. We were at a live appearance up in Boston, and. Uh, we had a character on the show. He's been on this show, Wheelchair Fred. The guy had a motorcycle accident years ago. He sounds like he's uh, retarded. He talks like this. You can barely understand a word he says. It's like his throat was crushed. His legs were twisted apart. They put him together all fucked up because he had no insurance. Then he's in a wheelchair. Matter of fact, uh, when we go to break, Derek, find uh, the bit Wheelchair Fred uh, uh, taking a little dildo up his uh Yeah, that's always a shoes. fun one. Gives you a little insight he on Wheelchair Fred. did it on the Fred. XM show. He yeah. was so desperate. We got him. We got him. <laughs> this is what I love. Yeah. I love this shit. We got him naked on the phone. He staggered to his bathtub with a dildo, and he did himself. He did himself in the with bathtub. a dildo because he needs sex so bad. He's so horny. We'll play the uh, the viral promo. Uh, yeah. Uh, that uh, whatever that has that as we go to break. So yeah. we we were doing an appearance. We used to do a lot of these things in Boston, and uh, place is packed. 
uh, we'd go up there and you know, give away shirts and shit and have people come up and, you know, show us your fucking weirdest scar for this fucking bit of shit from the radio station. You know, the typical stuff. Uh, and Wheelchair Fred was there, so we brought him up on stage. And now I had seen Wheelchair Fred. He didn't have spinal cord damage. So it wasn't like he was paralyzed. His legs were just so fucked up that he couldn't walk, so he was in a wheelchair. But I had seen him at the station get out of his chair and steady himself on the console and kind of shaky leg, but he took his hands away and he'd be standing. So I thought it would be great. Holy to... crap. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to make yourself feel good. No, no, no. You no. can't even... That was the... That was my... You can't even record how long he was standing oh, without his hands. Oh, it believe was me. Like, I'm it was not like trying this. to say... No hands. <laughs> yeah. What you say? You couldn't even record. Yeah, no recording. They could like, record right, as we, fast as he fell. Point twenty zeros and then a one. That's how long he could stand. But the fractions don't go that low. But you know, I had a few in me. I had a few in me, so I, I get this idea. Zero 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 zero. Now the people didn't know this. A lot of people thought Fred was paralyzed. Oh, so I God. get this so idea. So he was a known. Yeah, like radio figure. cat figure yeah. on the show, known known Commodity. to be paralyzed, wheelchair Fred. Thought, thought yeah, to be completely thought paralyzed. to be paralyzed. A lot of people misunderstood. It wasn't just his, you know, fucked up legs. They thought he was paralyzed. You know, mm. Christopher Reeve paralyzed. Oh my goodness. So I think I, I I get drinking some beers with the excitements on stage. We bring wheelchair Fred up. He gets a huge ovation because people love them. Uh, and I get this idea. And he's wheeling. Yeah, they wheel him okay, up on stage. He's they actually, the crowd has to lift the wheelchair up and place it on the stage. Yeah, they lifted him up the on front. the stage. So he's like crowd surfing in his wheelchair for a little while. Yep. And they put him up on stage. Now, now I'm thinking to myself, oh my I'm thinking to myself, this would look really cool because I've seen him stand up. If I do a faith healer thing and get this crowd whipped up and, and he stands, they're going to think I'm fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so I'm going, Fred. You want to get out of that chair? You want to get out of that chair? The crowd, and the crowd just goes with yeah. it. Yeah. And he's going, yes, I want to get out of the chair. He just goes right with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Falls right into it. Falls right into it. I'm like, Fred. He goes right Fred. with you. And, yeah. I, and I slam my hand on his head, and I'm like, Fred, feel the power of Jesus Christ. Flowing through your body. I feel it. And the crowd is I losing it. I feel Jesus. People crying. Dude, they were freaking out. And and his arms now grab his uh, arm rest on his chair and start shaking. His legs are shaking. And every inch he moved out of that chair, the frenzy in this crowd was unfucking believable I got to the point... Where I actually felt like I was channeling Jesus Christ. <laughs> what kind of frenzy? Like they, they're, they're going yeah. like the average, like Whoa. dude, you oh, no, you oh been to wide-eyed. But, but was it like wide-eyed oh amazement? God. They thought this motherfucker was paralyzed, like couldn't move, and I'm here holding his head. He's shaking, and now his legs are working. He's getting himself out of the fucking chair. Uh, Wait a minute. And the crowd's going nuts, and so Anthony's going nuts because the crowd's going but nuts. But is it like Opie and Anthony crowd nuts, or is it like, holy shit, it's like both. A church nuts? It's like both. It, turn, <laughs> it, was, it turned into a, like you heard gasping. Like, oh my God, Fred, go, go. Every, everyone got caught up in the excitement of the everyone, whole thing. Especially no, me. Wait a minute, this might just happen. Especially and you were just going bananas. I'm going off. I like Fred. <laughs> Fred, you don't need this chair anymore. Feel the power of Christ. I feel it. <laughs> I feel Jesus. <laughs> so 
he he starts getting up. He's holding on to the chair. He's just and now he's, he's up. up. But he's, he's holding, standing. But, but he's, he's holding. holding on to the chair. And again, the crowd just going crazy. So I'm like, all right, Fred, let go and walk. And we pulled and, the chair away. Actually, and we kind of were like, well, you don't need that chair that anymore. Chair. Now walk to the microphone. And and he lets go of the chair. We pull it away. <laughs> he he shakes. He wobbles a little. He goes to take a step and falls flat on his face. <laughs> well, no, wait, you're missing, oh. you're missing one detail, though. He's very close to the microphone that the lead singer is going to use, right, uh, with the mic stand. Right. So he has no wheelchair. <laughs> And this was this all took place in less than a second, by the way. He has yeah. no wheelchair, <laughs> and he realizes, "Oh shit, I'm in trouble!" And grabs the mic stand that oh, the lead right. singer's yeah. going to use, thinking, you know, he could use that to support himself. It's not connected to anything. Oh, uh, he goes down. You like, just heard like, just like the mic falling and him and, uh, and then and then just feedback from the the microphone, and then. Dude, we just silence. Dead silence Dead in the silence. crowd, and then and then you'd hear like from the middle of the crowd. Good lord! Yeah, <laughs> you'd hear like from the middle of the crowd. You motherfucker! You're a fucking asshole, dude! You fucking guys! You motherfucking cucks! And we, at the this crowd point, turned in a second. Well, but I was Jesus. Real. I was Jesus. Patrice, and then we had to leave. We had to leave. Here's the deal, they too. They were going to kill Be us. Before we did the wheelchair Fred thing, you know, we went up there with, like, dopey DJs. Hey, welcome to blah, 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 blah. And, hey, here's some CDs and T-shirts oh. and blah. So we gave out all this crap. Like, I think uh, the WAF ice scrapers oh, and CDs. Right. You, and, you didn't really establish yourselves. This was a... I know, we was, was a, yeah, we were doing we were pretty there. good. I mean, but, established the evil that could... The, the right, right. No, 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 yeah. yeah, you're right. The, the you're potential right. evil hadn't we been was, established. Yeah, we were there, though. So... So then there was dead silence. People were like, what the? They're the, all the looking grumbling at each other like, what started. The, what the? Who the? And all of a sudden, Patrice, they started throwing, winging everything, everything we gave out. Just gave out at the stage. AAF keychains. <laughs> was y'all thinking like, wait, this is a joke? Hey, it's funny. Look but at why, the fucking wait, game. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why didn't you fucking go? Hey man, I tried. The aristocrats. <laughs> Ta da! <laughs> but why do you go? I tried. It, it almost worked. If they thought he was paralyzed, Patrice. there was no talking. How come you didn't have Fred Patrice. get you out of it? It wasn't even close to working. Did <laughs> you have to wheel Fred off too? Why didn't Reginald Denny just go, hey, I'm driving a truck through, guys? Help him, help it me was, out. Come on. So, oh my god, yo. Wait Dude, a minute, yeah. so when you get hit oh, in the face evil. with the the, the, the nice t shirt you just gave someone, thank like, you, good night. <laughs> so when, you and how long from the time <laughs> the guy goes, Fuck you assholes to just like you go, we have to get the fuck Spread out like of wildfire. Boy, how long? Through the crowd. Try seconds. Yeah, seconds we knew we were in trouble. We went backstage, went out the back door, into our vehicle, and, and out we went. And putter down Route 9. Bye bye. Do you, the remember, the, do you Route remember the feedback from the next day? Like people calling in? Uh, uh, well, that's where it kind of started because some people, uh, we told the story and thought it was fucking hysterical. Oh, yeah. So we, we knew we had an audience out there somewhere. Yeah, we went on the air and told the story of just how we it had happened. Fred on. See, because the club maybe fit, I don't know, 200 to 300 people. So it was only 300 of our listeners that actually saw how awful we really are. And then we went on the radio yeah. the next day and told it to, who knows, But they didn't call, thousand. like, those people didn't call going, you fucking... Here's I, another I, thing. Here's another thing. It's a, It was a music station. 
So all the fans that came to the station events weren't just fans of Opie and Anthony. They were fans of Metallica. Okay. You know, they're fans of fucking... Well, uh, it was an Alice in Chains, uh, Alice in Chains tribute band that yeah, night. Yeah, so. Alice in Chains tribute band was playing. So now it's fans of the music, not necessarily all fans of Opie and Anthony. Oh, my You know, God. so it was just one of those situations where, yeah. And they just start throwing shit at you. Oh, oh dude, yeah, talk man. about bombing. <laughs> Yeah, we we gotta That's get out of there. Fucking hilarious! Ain't that a great moment? There was yeah. another riot and that you, someone and you were the the fucking the mass catalyst and commander of, evil. of that. I shit. had yeah. nothing to do with catalyst that. Catalyst of evil. Fucking horrendous. I had yeah. nothing to do with that. That was a bad one. We also uh, I I forgot we started a riot in Framingham too, where cops had to show up, and we were with um, Fred Durst of all people before he blew up. Oh yeah, yeah. Another guy that, that used one. to be on our show all the time on, uh, before he blew up. Yeah. <clears throat> You want to, it's been a couple. Well, that story is really classic too. I know we're going off on some crazy tangents here, but uh, we get we decide to uh, allow our listeners to catch their own turkey for Thanksgiving. <laughs> it was like catch your own turkey. There was a lot of uh, rural kind of you know wooded areas around where we were, uh, so we decided to get this big park area. And have a catch your own turkey promotion for Thanksgiving. It wasn't a real park though. It was like a wild park. Yeah, like, it, was it was like a wildlife a, preserve. It was just a huge yeah. piece of land that they didn't really do much with there uh, in Framingham, uh, Patrice. Right. So we went on the air for weeks saying, "Hey, uh, coming this uh, Friday, whatever, you know, a couple Fridays from now, whatever, uh, we're gonna have catch your own turkey. So That's we're gonna get a bunch of turkeys. We're gonna distribute them through this field, and you can bring whatever you want to bring, just no guns." And, you know, if you can catch your own turkey, uh, you know, you have a turkey for Thanksgiving. Right. So people, uh, we, we drive up in the big rock bus. Well, the, well, the listeners called for a couple of weeks uh, yeah. leading up to the event going, can I bring a net? Yeah. Can I bring a gun? We're like, nah, you can't bring guns. No guns. Like, can I bring a baseball bat? Can I bring this? Yeah. We're like, yeah, as long Dude, as... Dude, I built this thing. It's a fucking two-by-four with some nails through the fucking thing. <laughs> and uh, we're like, bring it. Just bring <laughs> it. And come and kill your own fucking turkey. Well, nah, well, there's, well that's, there's the catch. This is the catch, hence the riot. Okay. And that's he what said, makes this a really interesting story. I was say provided by who? Turkey, right. uh... It you was know, all Turkey very, Village USA. It was very calculated the way we presented did it. Now, the listeners could have misunderstood. Yeah. The key to the story is we said, catch your own turkey. And then we had PETA involved. They're, they were beyond outraged. The media is like, what the hell is going on? The listeners are calling up with their homemade weapons. Can I bring an axe? Can I bring a, a lacrosse stick? Can I bring nets? Yes, bring it all. We don't and we're like, we're going to have to check with management on uh, the axe thing because, all right, no, they're saying yes. Okay, you can bring an axe. You and this was actually... played it up for a week. And this was actually scarier than the wheelchair Fred incident, now that I well, think about it. They got fucking axes. They got weapons. Yeah. So, uh, no, yeah, pick it up, man. We we uh, drive up in this huge rock bus. It was a like, rock bus. It was big like motorhome. Huge. With the capability to transmit from it. It was like a rolling broadcast studio. It's a great thing, man. Big TV, PlayStation, all kinds of fun stuff in there. And uh, we set up. Raise the old boom and start broadcasting. Start broadcasting. Now we have to make the announcement. There's hundreds of our listeners, all with crazy weapons in their hands. 
crazy. And, and like, we send them like, out to find the turkeys. Like they're going after Frankenstein. Yeah, that's what it looked no like. No joke. Pitchforks like and they're torches. they're going after Frankenstein. Angry mob. And, you know, when you do these promotions, you know, we have all sorts of listeners. This these bro- are fucking people who think they're going out to murder their own Abs- turkey. Right. Patrice. Only under, people. Under, under, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Under, this is how fucking white stupid motherfuckers. Patrice. Absolutely. The, wait. The, under the guise of what? Like, why would you pr- have to promote you're yeah. going to kill turkeys and you go, hey, kill your own turkey, keep it? Like, yeah. what, were you in charge of the land and the turkeys? These are just people that wanted to kill stuff. Right. So That's I mean, who we got a crowd of. Turkey. Patrice, let, yeah. me, let me explain, though. We have a huge audience, obviously. This type of promotion uh, got the crazy ones. Involved. Just of people course. that enjoy killing small animals. These were the these were the crazy That's people going. They, they're finally doing something for me. For us, and they showed up. Hundreds of them. Hundreds. Like precursor were... to the pest, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Tur- you yeah. motherfuckers. The pests were born in. Uh, and turkey hunting. That's, turkey what, that's, what, that's when you, boy, you were born. A bunch of turkey so, killers. Turkey killers. <laughs> so, the, so uh, I don't want to... Most people have figured it out by now, but I don't want to give it away yet. So so we're outside the rock bus with our microphones looking cool like DJs. Hey, so... Hey, uh, rock You DJ. guys ready to catch your own turkey? <laughs> and they're all screaming and, like, waving their They're out there. Instruments the first of destruction. should be about 50 yards away from the rock bus. You guys now Go. Go, everybody, go, go get dressed. Oh, yeah, and go, they're running like, catch your In the known, pop, the very popular Framingham, Massachusetts, oh, yeah. turkey field. <laughs> yeah. What we said, we... Turkey field's a Framingham. What the fuck is this? No, that's a pheasant. Y'all don't want no fucking pheasant. <laughs> we said there's turkeys out there. <laughs> turkeys and turkeys. So, yeah. We let turkeys. There's fuck. turkeys out there, so, motherfucker. So Aunt and I, like, wait till they see what we did, and we're laughing like, ah, ha, ha. Because we're, you know, we're known for our pranks, you know? The first guy that comes back. The fir- so all of a sudden, it starts to hit these people as they're out in the field. And they're like, they're an eighth of a mile out there. They're far from the rock bus now. And all of a sudden, they start finding... Paper turkeys. You ever see the turkeys that you use as centerpieces on Thanksgiving? Right. The, they unfold, and they got the big oh, y'all paper even, tail. I thought you were going to have them already dead, and I thought no, I was thinking dead and frozen. Not even frozen Here's the turkey. bit, though, but we couldn't explain it because it would ruin the whole thing. You would catch your own turkey, meaning you'd find one of these paper turkeys. You bring it back. We give you a gift certificate for a frozen turkey at whatever the but food store was. But they didn't even wait to hear that shit. One guy, I remember coming back. Holy holding, shit. Holding this paper turkey like Sergeant Hartman was holding uh, 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 Private Pile's donut. Like when he's like... What is this? He's holding <laughs> it between Arlie his thumb. Yeah. <laughs> Arlie Ermey holding that, that jelly donut between his thumb and pointer finger, and he's just holding it, and he's got like a shovel with a spike through it or some shit, and he's like, yo, dude, what the fuck is this? Dude. Hey, that's a turkey. Now you get a, you know, a frozen uh, turkey there. Fuck that. Fuck, I came here to fucking get a fucking turkey, motherfucker. He was the first guy back. Oh, boy. And then I came here to kill a turkey. Yeah, is what he said. didn't want a turkey. And you under- he wanted to kill a turkey. And, and you understand, like, mob mentality and stuff? Yep. Yeah. You could feel the whole crowd completely As they changing. they all start coming back from the woods. Yep. Yeah, and you're like, you feel the energy going, this is not Like good. zombies. It was Night of the Living Dead. We, and this we was- saw one. It's like, oh. And then they all slowly start coming back to the rock bus. And we're like... All right, board it up. Board up the doors. Dude, no joke. We, so we run back into the rock bus, the entire staff of AF, right? 
And, and and winter came early that year, by the way. Certainly did. So there was ice and snow all snow over was, the place. It was around Thanksgiving, so up there, that is winter. Yeah, okay. Ben, you remember this. Well, so listen. <laughs> you guys were fucking geniuses. <laughs> Framingham. Well, Patrice, Patrice is from Massachusetts, Yeah, too. he knows Framingham. Yeah, so we, we know. So yeah. turkey feels of Framingham. <laughs> don't just say that, though. We just said, came up with this, Bruce? Is it, it was like almost on the campus of Framingham University. <laughs> yeah. We didn't say that. We just said we were going to let these turkeys loose, and you go and catch them. We, meaning, you know, we're going to, there's turkeys out there, right? So, yeah. So now we're in the rock bus, and we hear the first... <laughs> Ice ball hitting the rock bus. <laughs> yeah, big chunk of ice hits the window. We're broadcasting live still, like true soldiers, man. Now the freaking they start breaking the windows with ice balls. Yeah, no, dude, oh, this, this is serious. Dude, we're, start, we're in the back. We'll be back right after this. Hold on, please. We'll there were different sections of the rock bus. There was the section where the driver would be. <laughs> there was the middle section, which was set up for like interviews. There was a table and a, a kitchen area. Then there was a uh, instrument area Is this where like all a the goods were. Bus or a tour bus thing. It's a tour bus, big okay. tour bus, and then a back area, which was like usually for swag storage and and um, fucking groupies and getting chicks naked. <laughs> <laughs> and Fred Durst is still with you. Um, we, we interviewed he, him that day. To yeah. be honest with you, I'm not. Because I'm not really sure, sure he, he was in the rock bus when the craziness started. Yeah, I, I think really he left sure. before the, he might it really got guy. bad. And how many people? About a hundred. Hundred? Yeah, there were More? hundreds, hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of turkey killers. And not they, all of them getting crazy, obviously, but, but, but enough. A night, a, a a good majority of the them. windows. We're in the and back. And now they have these weapons too, so they start hitting the fucking rock bus with their weapons shaking and bats, and, and they start and shaking, now it. shaking it back and forth. We're in the back now, under a table, You're broken under a like table, chopping tires so you don't drive away. I know. Yeah. We're, we're, we're in the back. The, we hear windows breaking as we're trying to be professional and still broadcast. Under a table. And we're screaming because we have a it PA system. It sounded like a 911 like, call. No, don't you get it? If you have a paper turkey, you get a frozen turkey. You get the frozen turkey. You please frozen don't turkey. have a, a get big, frozen turkey. Get, click, get away from the rock bus. <laughs> we're going to give you a turkey, motherfucker. We, and then when, a, we want the blood, too. When, 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 when that, that didn't work, it was just pure self-preservation. Move away from the rock bus or you won't be arrested. <laughs> you won't be arrested. And then we're like, calm down. Everybody will get a prize. Just calm down. Okay, calm people, down. you've taught us a valuable lesson on hack radio, okay? <laughs> and unfortunately, the cops got involved to, to calm everybody Disperse down. Disperse the crowd <laughs> so we could drive away in a rock bus that took about $14,000 in repairs. Ah. <laughs> uh, Good times. And this was the station's pride and joy, this rock bus. Oh, they loved it. pride and joy. We limp it back to the station. <laughs> Remember Otto used to, like, wash and wax it and everything? It was, <laughs> people were, they, the whole station was so proud of the paint job that on it. That flat tire was going, clump, 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 clump. <laughs> The radiator. <laughs> Pulls up. <laughs> <laughs> well, another promotion done. Poof. Looked like a bus going to a Grateful Dead show. <laughs> it was awful. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was where we were really learning. You know, we were learning and our, the our craft. the first maniac is the one that found a dude. Well, we yeah, learned he dude. Was, came back. 
dude, what the fuck? What is that? And then we went, uh-oh. I wanted a fucking turkey. I want a fucking turkey. I'm trying to fucking test out my butt, you uh, fucking... <laughs> actually, it was a learning <laughs> process, because then we realized you can't do this stuff to the listeners. you got to get them on your side and then do right. it to, to the other, other people. Other people. Other radio Now, stations, let the listeners enjoy what right. it's like to Why fuck people Why are we beating over? up our own listeners? Right. And this is that was the lesson you learned that day. Light bulb, oh, without a doubt. Like, Bing. wait, wait, okay, wait a minute. They love these guys. Love us. Was Could you no imagine the listeners in the bus with us, looking out the window at poor fucks, going, "What the fuck is this?" The listeners would love it, being part of it. So then we brought them in. Was there no precedent at the time that said, "Don't do that to your listeners"? <laughs> was there any mental? No, that you guys had I don't remember any say, real riots like that that were against nah, the uh, we, hosts. We just didn't give a shit. Yeah, we just didn't we give a really, shit. You think we didn't give and a shit? And they knew it. the The management of the station knew it, but the ratings were getting so so good they didn't know what to do. Uh, let's say hi to Greg on Long Island. Greg, what's up? Yeah, hi. The only thing I hate about the you reminiscing or or saying about all of these uh, you know skits and everything is that it's so difficult for you or anybody to come up with these ideas in the first place, and then you only do it once, and then you let it go and. You know, yeah, well, well, you can't, can't quite do, do it again. You can't well, do. You don't want to. You don't want to. You know, beat it into the ground. But no, you like, can't do bits that they already know the uh, the outcome to. Yeah. Right. But if I we mean, do the turkey bit again, people are like, oh, this is the turkey bit they've talked about, and honestly, we've talked about the turkey thing many times on our show in the wilds of Central Park. <laughs> yeah. So we we come up with other bits all the time. I mean, our Twitchels bit from yesterday is uh, is go is going viral. It's all over the internet today. <clears throat> the right. video of him slapping the shit out of himself. Just to come up with one recent example is when you put uh, stuff out on the street and you right, yell down good. at the ones that were picking them up and stuff. I we, mean, uh, the stupid company was. Uh, um, I don't know. They were signing Oprah, so they got paranoid, and they took that bit away from us. So uh, I, that's the only bit, by the way, they've taken away from us. I know. We loved it. And we absolutely loved it. We'll, we're going to try to get that one back. The lawyers I, got I involved. I can't even tell you how many uh, bits you come up with that you don't even do. You know, like uh, like Opie says, oh, you know, we could we could uh, go down to the theater and, and do this and do that and, and go see the movie and uh, uh, you know, sir, whatever. Sir, if I could be honest. never do it. Right. If I could be honest with you, though, um, if we went through all of our tapes of old shows, we constantly did that. We yeah. said we'd bring up things and go, "Yeah, let's do this," and then never did. Do them. you understand when you're uh, when you're a creative person, you come up with hundreds and hundreds of things you never do? Right, yeah, you just throw like, you know throw like, it against the wall. Like think of your favorite band. You don't want you know there they came up with all sorts of stuff that they never actually recorded because then they're like you know what eh, I don't know I don't know if that's going to be our stairway. You to come heaven. up with a bunch of stuff. You do one or two of them, and right. you, you move on, and uh, and you're I, constantly coming up with stuff. But we we'd love to do the sidewalk thing again. Yeah, that'd be cool. And but that, know, that's that's my my uh, my point though that you know there's a couple of times that you say ah we had nothing for the show today. That would have been perfect time to come up with you know uh, you know. Sir, we, uh, you know, you're you're talking old school now. I mean, we, I can't yeah. remember the last time we have we've had nothing for uh, a radio show. Yeah. Well, we, we've joked you know, about. I'm saying, nothing, you know, maybe sir. you have an hour to to kill or something. Right, right. And, you know, uh, I think personally, and I haven't even discussed it with Opie, but I could see us doing the 55 gallon drum challenge again because sometime soon. Another perfect example. Sometime soon. Mm, yeah. I think that'd be a good like thing to do. We got a few ideas. Uh, well, because we want... it's clean. 
Well, it's it's dirty, but I mean it's it's you know it's good. It's well, nice. See, and and he's referring to like going to see Brokeback Mountain as a as a show, and then then it just it was just stupid. <laughs> when, just when we stupid. saw the movie, it turned out you know I didn't see the movie. It didn't. It wasn't really a movie that you could take a bunch of our listeners to, and it would be fun. Right. It was really kind of a long drawn out movie right. <laughs> it was a know, love story of the fuck scene I mean our crowd would have been you know I'll tell you a bit we're gonna asses off, but... I'll, I'll tell you a bit we're gonna do soon because we've been talking about this in the back office we want to get some uh, desperate girls in here that really need money really badly money snatch and uh, a version of money snatch uh, yep. uh, which involves mouse traps yeah so, but I, so how we'll start, we're going to start recruiting girls for that in the very near future. We need the desperate ones. How about trying to get a pregnant girl to uh, deliver on the air? We did it. We, we tried. Did it, but it never happened, though. Yeah, we did and it. that was years ago. You could rehash that one. Jesus. We did it. This is Captain fucking precise. I know. Jesus, nigga. <laughs> how much did All right, you Greg. want? All right. <laughs> you know what I like? Girl smoking cigarette out of Vag. Yeah, that Remember was cool. Remember her? That was cool. That was good. You know what I like? Girl launching bottle rocket out of Snatch. Danny's got a, a brand new idea. Danny! What did he come in and run away for then? No, he uh, emailed me this idea you. the other day. How's the bald spot on your pubes? <laughs> well, you know, I really didn't take too much off. You didn't? Just it, a little it, off the top, sir? Exactly. <laughs> it, it looked like a lot more than it actually just was. Just the frizzy split ends? Exactly. <laughs> Precisely. I don't think you've ever shaved down this there. His real hair it's... looks like pubic hair. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Believe me. Danny's hair is drier than ball sack hair. That was Twitchell's... Yeah, uh, terrible. Twitchell used Danny's pubes yesterday and smacked his face. Uh, and then he was going... <laughs> Danny, would you Spend like to around. tell everyone your idea? Okay. All right. Uh, well, I, I can't get enough of that deal or no deal with Howie Mandel. Right. So I was thinking uh, we can get some homeless people in here mm -hmm. and play something called Meal or No Meal. <laughs> <laughs> and Based of, on the name alone, it's a winner. It and, uh, certainly is. I mean, obviously we wouldn't have a million-dollar prize. Instead, the, the top prize would be a meal at a nice restaurant, maybe like the Red Eye Grill down the block. It's a nice Ooh. place. Uh -huh. And uh, that would be the top prize. You can't send the homeless to the Red Eye Grill. Why not? It's fancy. Ah, just give them money for McDonald's. <laughs> but it's got to be like that. Money for McDonald's can be a prize too, but one of the lower ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking even lower than that. I mean, really? Some, yeah, like you know, a can of Coors Light. You know. Well, that's probably that. <laughs> they probably appreciate that. Well, so what would be like the lowest prize? A penny? Oh, like a comb or something. A comb, you know, something, something completely useless. Something that for a them. homeless person wouldn't even want. Right. You know, a pair of new underwear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that could socks. Be socks, exactly. Well, if Keith the Cop wants to play meal or no meal with us, we could do that one. Mm -hmm. And then the top prize, yeah, dinner at a dinner really at a nice, nice restaurant. Because that's like a million bucks to them. They want cold hard cash, though. I, I say you go cold hard cash. You know, like uh, like a 10 spot. A 10 spot? <laughs> you got you to make it the homeless guy's version of a million bucks. 10 bucks ain't that. 100 dollars. 100 ain't that. 100's that. Hundreds that. Uh, a night at the Four Seasons. They're not going to... They don't want that <laughs> Yeah, they, that's crap. the thing about meal and no, They, they don't yeah, want that shit. Yeah, we to give a homeless person food. They get mad nah, at you. Get the fuck out of here, man. My stomach's all tore up. Like, maybe <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe Don... Shit. Maybe 
Don Perignon, like a, a really good, good, good bottle of, of That of doesn't even matter to a homeless guy. I'm telling it, it, you. This stomach want... has to, like, be in shape. After you're drinking fucking uh, Manic Shevitz, <laughs> if you're drinking, if you drink, like, some great champagne, it's like, your stomach must be, like, it might up there. They want. Their pride, and they might want to just drink that. Of, oh, now I'm going to have to get a job so no. I can afford this they, good stuff. They, you never know. Pull they want the cold, hard cash or alcohol. That's it. Mm. Not expensive alcohol. You don't think anyone? Oh, eats? we're going for food. Yeah, let's. Uh, all right, we should take a break. Hey, uh, the Alzheimer's thing—that's what we're getting at. Okay. Old Bill. So another crazy thing that Anthony has done—he decided to call the Alzheimer's hotline. And I wanted to see because I how many regular people get to see what goes on when somebody with Alzheimer's calls the Alzheimer's Crisis Center. Right. And is that for like somebody who knows they have it or thinks like sometimes I think I have it when I, when I just can't I don't I have the resources name to, or something. Nothing, or, right. Yeah. Where you just go, "Oh my god." Blank out. I've been doing that since I've been like 7 years old though, so I know it's just me. I got this part of my mind where I if I had 2 seconds to think about it, I could get it. But on radio, you gotta like, cause that's why I'm constantly going, that guy from that movie. You know, I can't, I can't pull it out my ass that fast. Mm. Alright, so, it was two older ladies, Patrice, that were manning the hotline. These, and poor old ladies, all they wanted to do was help this poor guy. All they wanna do is in their spare time, do a little good, Patrice. Do a little good, a little helpful, uh, work with the Alzheimer's patients. And, and called as, uh, they call my name, is Bill. Wait, they call my name. They call my name Bill. Yeah, they, and he just wants to go to L.A. so he can eat at one dumb sushi restaurant. Yeah, you know. And I went there with him, and the place is amazing. Yeah, now you wanted to do the L.A. trip just based on that. He did. and I and, and But I heard you go, it would be nice to go well, to L.A. He sold me on the concept because this place is amazing. For sushi. You're not allowed to order anything. Okay. You got a sushi guy that's been doing sushi for like 50 years. All of L.A. knows this guy. I forgot his name. Norton will help us out, I guess. And and he just serves you what he thinks you would want. Mr. Fang Tang? <laughs> Is it no, Chang Wang? Sure was Shaka Boboto. Wang. Tommy Wang. Tony Chung. Tony Chang. And you can't that's control Chinese, Chan. Man. That's <laughs> just racist, man. And if you give him any, yeah. if you give him any lip. these names, man. I know. You give him any lip like. Yamamoto. If you give him any lip. If you give him any lip. <laughs> If you give him any lip, yeah, lip, lip, lip. He's like the sushi Nazi. No, right? I'm allergic to yellow, yellow. Shut up! Um, I just thought you know, it's like you the soup Nazi. That, that uh, you know, tuna is not my favorite. I just, I just want to eat you. He's the soup Nazi of sushi. Yes, you do that shit, he kicks you out. I feel we have awakened a sleeping tiger. He kicked out Charlize Not Theron. Not for you. Did he really? He kicked out Charlize Theron. Really? And he's known for that now because everyone whispers, you know, he, he kicked out uh, uh, Charlize. Because why she asked for what she want? Yeah. Like, how long? His name is Harry Hanzo, by the way. How? <laughs> is it? Shut up. <laughs> how long before we have, like, fucking Al-Qaeda pita places that all the Hollywood people go to? How long after a country ruthlessly attacks us? Do we become so friendly with them that I'm not we sure go to their restaurant? I'm not sure they ruthlessly attack us anymore, by the way. Shut up, stupid, with that goddamn conspiracy. Oh, no. I was just a... Oh, I'm, just, I'm just saying, just by the way, maybe... Oh, no. maybe oh it, boy. You know. We went down this road. If we get into this, I, I give it ten minutes tops. Ten minutes tops. Start I am clock. not going to sit here for an hour and debate this 
again. This is I what we will not to. be discussing today. American Idol, Bucky gets kicked off. Good. It's crumbelievable. No, we need it. We had an crumbelievable. hour on it. We had an hour on it. I love it's crumbelievable. We're, no house promo oh. today. <laughs> crumbelievable. No student <laughs> cell phone protest that's going on. The no, cheese. It crumbs. I will back off, and I'll just, uh, I'll just, I'll just uh, well, embrace my own conspiracy ass motherfucker. Look, and what day is it? It's uh, Thursday. All right, listen. We got a whole Give day. Me a stopwatch. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, we're gonna do. We'll, we'll do. All right, keep it on the clock. And notice how I say nothing again. I keep it on the clock. Why? You don't have a feeling about it? It happened. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it happened. Good night and good luck. <laughs> It happened. Pretty much how they told us it happened. How much right. did the president know? That's what I question. How much Absolutely. There's some gray areas here and there. Areas, but but, as but far that gray area does not contain the fucking lunacy of that conspiracy theorist. That loose change fucking thing that you watched. And I and, and, uh, and ate York, up and York just blah, 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 blah. Ooh, ooh, let me eat some more. That little 22-year-old white boy got your mind all fucked up. I don't know, man. It's just not as... Give me one thing. Start the clock. It started already. Give me one <laughs> Give me one problem you have with the whole thing that you saw from this little feature. No plane hit the Pentagon. Okay, why? No engine, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Titan... The it, it's very fair. 6,000 pounds apiece, mm -hmm. those engines, right? Yeah. Yep. No sign of them. Mm -hmm. Titanium. Bullshit. Wait. They found them. There's pictures. There's no, fucking there's evidence. No, pictures. no, bullshit. That thing you watch is full of just fabricated bullshit. Bullshit. A picture. They found pieces of the engine. Do you know I personally looked at the photographic evidence? Not just fucking what. Photographic evidence from the Pentagon. There's engine none. sections. They match. The engines of a 757 blueprint, which I personally right, looked at. Ready? No, yes. no it, there was no. First of all, where did that I'm plane go you, then? I want to tell you why it opens. Why I'm open to think all it, it might right. be a conspiracy. Okay. Because we, we'll go back and forth with, you know, your pictures, my pictures, this, that, and the other. Your pictures why, are bullshit. All. Why is your pictures real? Because I have twenty thousand pictures that show different angles, different everything, and 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 not. Not the wing marks covered by the foam from the firefighters. Oh, yeah. The picture you looked at, there are wing and imprints. And no fucking wing that th yes, goes there through are. the building. Yes, there are. There are. Do we keep yes, arguing you saying there are, and I'm saying there isn't? Patrice. Your pictures show but it I'm with the firefighter foam believe, in the way. I can tell you why I believe it I, could be. Okay? And there's only, there's only thing. That the government could have something to do with it. All right. Go ahead. Okay? I am willing to listen. <laughs> to get into... Um, a, a, a fictitious, I use a fat boy's terminology, yeah. to get into a war that you know is bullshit. And we're starting to believe that this is a bullshit war, aren't we? Uh, the Iraqi war? The Iraqi yeah. war. The I Afghani war? No. no the, the, the Iraqi war, the yes. Iraqi bullshit. War. Bullshit. To get into a bullshit ass, what's the only way you can really justify the whole country backing you to get into a fucked up war. Now it happened in World War Two, by the way. Now the only wars we've been in and that I that I know about, I don't know how World War One how we got into that, but World War Two, we were not gonna Remember get Remember the main we were not gonna get into World War Two yes. until until the fucking Jacks hit. Now the Jews were getting killed for 
but two two to three years before we even got involved in World right. War II, gotcha. and yeah. we weren't gonna, we wasn't going to get involved uh -huh. until the Japs Thank killed twenty five hundred soldiers, yeah. which made the country galvanize to go fuck it. We're gonna we're in this. Mm -hmm. How other what other way? Mm. Historically, unless we're involved with the Russians and all the other wars were in every other war other, before, after World War Two was just us being involved uh, with the Russians. Meaning it was all common it was a, shit. It was a, right. It was a us not fighting. The, it was really a war between us and Russia, but we were using other motherfuckers. We to can't fight. fight each other. That was the Afghani war. That was Korean war. That was Vietnam. Yeah. All of that bullshit. But the next this this war here, the only way that we we will be able to, that the president or whatever will be able to justify going into Iraq. Right, the way we we did it uh -huh. was if the whole country was fucked up over some event. So I'm just saying, no. not to not to offend anybody's family, but I'm saying that I think maybe the three thousand people that died during that during World Trade Center was collateral damage, so that they can justify going to war. And nope. and and WMDs. Right. What's that? Weapons of mass destruction. There was but they the reason. Had the USMDs. But they had the U now. Wait, look what they're doing in Iran right now. Okay. Right. Right. Say what I did. The, e the easy, the, e the how easy it is for them to go. Uh oh, these motherfuckers are the new motherfuckers. Right. With with 9/11 as a backdrop to our fear. Uh huh. Do you understand? What well, 9/11 is always going to be a backdrop to the fear. Right. You're right there. But we could have gone into Iraq. At any moment, we had been. But do you realize since Not the first? Not with the backing hold on. of the country. Yes, with the enough backing. No. And, and let me tell you something the else. Country's like what the let fuck? Me tell now? You, let me tell you a little secret. Go ahead. We don't need the fucking backing of the country to go to war in this country. You do. No, you don't. You fucking. No, do. you, you don't. need a reason to go to you war. You need a reason. You don't need the backing of the country. They didn't go into World War II. They had the fucking a reason. English, this is why the English hate us to this day, because mm -hmm. we didn't go into World War II. We want to stay out of it. We, we, we want to stay out of it. We're not, we're and, not business. And we think that we saved them. English is like, fuck, fuck America, because you, you didn't come when we needed you. We you came with, on, on your, with your own agenda. But they wouldn't go in there because uh, Roosevelt mm -hmm. right, yeah. says, if we go to war and people think we're going to war, they're not going to stand for us going to war to protect Jews. That's Roosevelt. But, that's his but Bush that's is not like, every we president. can't go into war for bullshit. So we have to make some, We it's possible. And again, and Osama Bin Laden takes responsibility for everything he does, didn't take responsibility for the fucking plane. He absolutely did. did. Bullshit. He did. He never said yes, I had something to do with that. He said, fuck it. Good job, whoever fucking did it. But he never said he was involved. Did you read the 9-11 commission report? No, nigga. Read My the motherfucker. Anthony did. Did you read it? Read that whole thing. It spells it out in such simple terms. But that's terms. like reading the other report from no. Kennedy. What's the other motherfucker? The, uh, the Warren That's like saying, report. read that it's and go on that shit right there. It's, it's, it's nonpartisan. It's just, it's, it's, they took the facts. They took interviews. They took tape thing. They took tape security fucking shit of the guys, the terrorists, and why do walking we, into the fucking plane. Why do we, they have that shit. Why don't we plant the uh, WMDs then? Yeah. If you need the support of the country. Wouldn't it have been a Just lot plant easier? plant weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Why not? How it, much more easier is that than killing people? Why not enough? Why was the Kuwait enough? Why was, to to why was Kuwait enough? We were all rah, 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 fucking go in for Kuwait. Who gave a shit? So but we went in, American we went flags in for everywhere. Pro for protect. It was a different. We weren't going. To, we were going to protect. We weren't going offensively. 
You understand what I'm saying? We were going defensively, and we had to defend ourselves. That was the first fucking war. Right. Now, I'm not saying that, but you you need we didn't just indiscriminately go into Iraq for our own shit. Now I'm I'm saying that you need a big reason to do because right now even conservatives, even motherfuckers who hate Bush. Or love Bush are like, oh man, this is some bullshit. Yeah, the war's bullshit. It doesn't mean that the 9/11 was a conspiracy. They're two different fucking things. You don't do you think honestly one, think one thing that could be? Do you the honestly think the out? government that fucked me up, dude? No, that fucked you up because you were being misled. What? I what's the problem with the building? What's the problem with the gov uh, with the buildings coming down? Dumb motherfuckers, and you because okay. First of all, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. let me explain like. That you're right about being mis or being or or you can be swayed. Yes, you can. During the emotion of 9/11, yeah. I it was like you're not thinking. Hold, I, uh, I'm not. I'm a rational motherfucker, but I'm not rational enough to go. God damn, these buildings came down. Look like uh, they was tearing down Kaminsky Park with the way that shit, like the way it fell. Right. And and then the thing on this 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 loose change thing that you, Ugh. no history. There is never in the history of all buildings right. have two fucking skyscrapers fell down. Hey, like Patrice. That, by the way, the there's never the been fucking Empire State Building. Yeah, no shit. A B fifty two bomb. No, a B a B twenty nine. It was B-52. It was what? not a B-52. It was, was that it, a numbers important? It, yes, it is. Oh, okay. Very important. <laughs> Very important. But they had bombs on the motherfucker. Big motherfucking plane. And they had bombs on it. It hit the Empire State Building. And and the Empire State Building was built in 1920-whatever. With the old school King Kong was on brick. it. But That's what bricks a lot hard. The way the trade center Brick is a, a lot yes. than what? Yeah. Steel? Steel, right. Yeah, absolutely. Steel gets affected by heat. And don't give me the, you need 3,000 degrees to melt the fucking beams in the trade center. You need enough heat to weaken the structure. That's what happened. To weaken it was the, the top of the building and it all comes crashing down the fucking thing like broke. dominoes. The fucking buildings, and, and this proves it, the buildings came down, started their descent at the point the planes went in. That's why the second building that was hit fell first. Because it was hit lower in the building, more weight above the fracture, and that's what brought that one down. You think they planned that shit out? You think they went in and planted fucking explosives while some guy is trying to sell stock? Uh, bring, bring. Hello? Yeah, uh, cell 23 shit. Oh, hold on a minute. Excuse me, what are you doing in my office? <laughs> oh, uh, there's a problem with the air conditioner, and I have to plant some C4 in the motherfucker. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, so what I say is sell, sell, sell. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that delusional. Metal buildings not, were not brought down, you're I, right, I, in, in the history, yeah. because... Fucking jet planes have never flown into them. We don't have a litmus test for what but the fuck said, happened. Oh, but what's the... Oh, all right. Not. We'll continue tomorrow. That's, hey, Tim, done. That's it. And I gotta tell you, I didn't get much time. That's right. We didn't even get into the blueprints that he studies and everything. But that's what I'm saying. It's not as easy I, as I, ten I, minutes. You thought you would just discredit the whole thing in two minutes. All right. Final it's, thought. My final thought. Go ahead. A lot of this propaganda shit on these conspiracy things are wrapped up in nice little web-based fucking little flash things that these. 22-year-old assholes put together. Mm -hmm. In order to find out the truth, you need watch that. You need go on and do research about 
airplanes, about the Pentagon, about the buildings. Watch Discovery, the construction of the World Trade Center. Watch the uh, takedown of the World Trade Center. Watch what happened to the floors, how the place was constructed. The exoskeleton was the major supporting factor, aside from the center. But it didn't fold fold in on itself. Those cement floors fucking fell. (laughs) Those cement floors were suspended by metal beams which spanned the entire width of the building. The second they got enough heat to bend, that fucking cement came down like pancakes. Bring down and the rest physics, of the fucking building? Yes, where is it supposed to go? And you get tons of shit, hits another floor, and cell. another... It did hit it. The fucking the, top of the World the, Trade the Center building, hit the fucking... bottom of World Trade Center 7. It sat there and burned for a few hours and fell down. The what? The what? Hit? The top of one of the World Trade Center oh, towers fell, the... fell and hit the front of World Trade Center 7 and brought it down. Here's what else. The last thing. But why is... I believe in conspiracies like a motherfucker. I believe, but and don't believe the, the puffs thing, coming out the side of the building. That's amazing. That's amazing. You though. know what? Listen, you know what it even is? a motherfucker that doesn't believe in that shit like you, Let you me can't t- believe that that could have been. But my thing is, <laughs> the only thing that that I could say, Anthony, uh-huh. that bothers me about any conspiracy theories is the amount of people that would have to know about it. That's that. That's the only thing keeping me from going. Yep, because a whole damn. Where are the people that were right, on the Pentagon whole... plane that never hit the building? Where are they? Where the fuck are the people fly, flight uh, ninety three that crashed into fucking uh, the field? But wh- what, pl- where what are plane they? crashed into the Pentagon? Yeah, where are they? But what plane? We don't even know what plane that is. What plane crashed into that? They that, know. We know it uh, took off. What, what's the What's the number? Eleven. I don't know. There was no plane crash into that fucking thing. But then where and are the people? And what about the fucking witnesses who were like the, the eighth, the eighth explosion? Let me the, tell you the, something. The explosion downstairs. Explosion. The explosion on the eighth floor. A lot of that came after the building collapsed and people were in other locations. They heard an explosion. It was the tower falling. There were explosions. There you know how many gas say, tanks were all the, around the building? An, you know how much Anthony, mechanical did you see equipment? The loose thing? Yeah, I watched there the entire thing. There was a fucking thing. reporter. When the building was still standing, go boom. There, Brian Gumble goes. There's another explosion. There's another. There were fucking. You don't think if this building set on fire there'd be explosions? No, not upstairs. Fucking propane. Yeah, fucking propane yeah. with the offices. All his offices. I will show you a compressor with Freon in a refrigerator that will fucking explode. Really? I While you're standing you... a mile away, the fucking refrigerator explodes. You don't and think? And your reporter goes, "Oh Jesus, that is that refrigerator, man! Oh man!" That you one... don't think there was anything in the World Trade Center that was explosive? Yes. In the basement, when... generator fuel. Floor, How about generator explosions? fuel? You know what kind of fucking explode? A generator doesn't just explode. Those things aren't made of gas. They made of fucking wires. Well, and you know shit. something. You show me the report of what happens <laughs> to a building a when a 757 report. hits it, and uh, and compare it to what happened. Because you know something. I don't think we have to withstand a uh, uh, a fucking t- a tight a tsunami for a hundred years a fucking a hurricane at n- at at two hundred miles an hour winds for a hundred years just continuously blowing that it could have withstood that the way those builders both came down the way they came down that day is just it never happened ever oh except God. for nine eleven you're insane if you even might, think the government was, you was stop conspiring on this. All right, you think it so? happened. Yes, you know yes. why this happened? Right. There are a group of people that hate us, hate our way of life, right. and actually planned this since 1996, 
and got us. They fucked us in the ass, and we, we feel so badly that we were gotten that we're trying to figure out some other fucking way that it happened. One question. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, no. Yes, sir. How come there's not been another... Here's another and it could be. Uh-huh. That maybe, okay, maybe if we didn't have anything to do with it, yeah. that we knew that the plan was going down mm-hmm. and let the plan go down. No. Is that possible? I don't because think that Because with all that, that chatter that we hear now, we didn't hear then. I think they were they they were smart enough and we were careless enough. We we blew off a lot of shit that we shouldn't have. You read that report. Read the fucking 9/11 commission report. It goes into everything, the planning of of uh, uh these guys in Germany uh flying in the terrorists, the where the money came from. There's a paper trail that says these motherfuckers did this. It's all there. I mean, every bit of the story is there. It plays out like a fucking movie. And we were careless for not... And and the fact that all... That has... Every other day, they're like, we just foiled another attempt. Mm-hmm. What, well, we stepped is it Is there up. a possibility yeah. that they could have heard about it, said, look, we let this go. This will ha- If this happens, we can go to okay. war. Okay, all right. L- let me ask you something. Who's we? Because we would then have to include the fucking FAA... The security person at the desk that allowed Mohammed Atta to go through when he showed up on a computer. The other guy that didn't get through. So eh, all these people were planted there on these days. That like, eh, Where are they today? Who, if you how told, many fucking if you told people? Iraq, if you told Iraq, hey, man, listen, if his job was security, yeah. and you go, look, man. Yeah, but why aren't... Mohammed Atta's coming through today. Wait. Not one guy's Let the guy go through. But not one guy's talking? No yeah, one's yeah. talking. Not one guy. So where is no, the guy coming what through going? You would never if you was doing a conspiracy, right? If it, if, I, if it was a conspiracy here, uh-huh. The fact that people are very apt to just follow directions. That, come on, let's be honest. No everybody are penguins, man. They'll just follow your mm-hmm. directions. If you told if you and you and Ope just decided um, we're gonna do something fucked up. Uh-huh. It would be so easy for you to go to Ben. Hey, Ben, do this. Then Ben to go do that. And just continue to, like, defer. But you, you don't know, think when... Thing, the, and and, and right. that no one would ever know. You don't think when that fucked up thing happened that we were planning, that all of them would kind of come together and go, Dude, that was, that was kind of a fucked up thing they did. Why would they... Because they don't... They're not... They don't know. Like, like fucking Dan wouldn't know if he did something fucked up. To, for a larger conspiracy, all he did was go, okay. Why was Masawi arrested then? Why was he fucking arrested? Why was fucking... Why he was, was arrested in was, August, before September 11th. Why not let him go? He was part of the plan. He was part of the fucking plan. Why not let him go through? I don't know. What happened to him? Yeah, well, they arrested him on immigration charges. Uh, because he was trying to fly a yeah, fucking simulator the, and told the the, uh, the guy that was uh, flying, I don't want to learn how to do You teach me this. And got so belligerent <laughs> that the guy called the fucking cops. The guy called the cops and said, I got this motherfucking Arab that's learning how to fly. Uh, he don't want to know shit. He's a horrible pilot. He just wants to know how to fly shit, and I'm a little suspect. And I've done my own research. I've asked a few pilots during comedy shows, Uh-huh. can you learn... Can you learn how to fly a fucking plane, mm-hmm. a 757 plane, into a building without, without like, flying for years? He's like, no, you cannot. They, As a pilot, any did, fucking pilot, a simulator they had can't enough teach you how to tra- fucking fly. They had enough training in small aircraft and in simulators. 
The fucking plane. All you need to know is the autopilot. All you need to know once you're in the air is how to work the fucking autopilot. And, autopilot and you, the world and you can fucking fly the plane. They had GPS. They knew exactly how to get there. It's a clear fucking day. You ever look out the window from Boston to fucking New York? You know exactly where you are at any given fucking moment. So fucking precisely fly a fucking jumbo jet into the building. This is this is shit. That my own rationale. I was, could direct the a fucking plane with with the autopilot. Autopilot is the easiest thing to say. Are there any pilots set. who fucking? Uh, are there any of those seven forty seven pilots? Clearest day ever, September eleventh. Fucking 11th. know how. To, son of a bitch. Then then someone had to fly it into the, the into That's the building. That's what I'm saying. That it wasn't so as the easy pilots, as these goofy motherfuckers. I don't give them that much credit. Apparently That's it my was. Problem. We got beat up and we want to blame it on someone else. No, the truth is we got beat up. You were able to talk. Uh, a, a, a bunch of regular pilots to do it on the same day? Yeah. No, someone flew it into the freaking they, were flew them they weren't these goofy But who did it goofy then? plan? You got two guys you got It was a goofy plan. It was a great plan. Those Nothing motherfuckers planned that fucking shit. country without somebody knowing about it. I just think I know a lot of people know about it. We dropped the ball. You we think, fucked up. Wait a minute, you think okay, all right. And this is it for me. Okay. You think that Dick Cheney and Bush and all this shit's coming out that they some fucked up motherfuckers. You think they they were fucked up motherfuckers? That that nine eleven kind of fell into some fucked up motherfuckers' hands. Like, oh goody, we can be as fucked up as we really are. Like, thank you nine eleven. Like, you don't think they was gonna be fucked up without nine eleven? But nine eleven happened to fall right into their hands, so they could be the fucked up motherfuckers we know they are now. And you're telling me they planned it, started planning it before I'm they not, even got into I'm office, hoping, planning. hoping over hope that they win the election and everything, because this shit was being planned before he even got into office. It's possible, man, because his daddy had wasn't was. I have no, oh that my I have no doubt that they, uh, you know, would exploit something like that. Uh, oh, oh, after the fact, I have no, the exploitation. I have that no, isn't even a conspiracy. I have no That's doubt about fact. that. Yes, he's exploiting it to, I have to this no day. Doubt about that. But whether they were involved or not. And especially as directly as that stupid loose change fucking documentary show, <laughs> docu bullshit shows, is so preposterous. I use the analogy already. If I roll up a little piece of paper and uh, you turn your head and I say, I'm going to shoot this into the cup. And I, I throw it and I say, look, Patrice, it's in the cup. You'll go, you make the assumption I threw it in the cup. Or you can make the assumption that I threw it off this wall, it bounced a thousand fucking times, and landed in the cup. Right. You're believing the second of the two. That I fucking <laughs> threw this thing. No, no. The easy answer is I fucking threw it and it hit the cup. That's it. You're going so off base. That's on a good analogy, but say mm -hmm. you your whole plan, yeah. you was a fucked up guy and a and a fucked up plan. Was was unfold. You wanted to do something fucked up, mm -hmm. and it's like it it depended on that thing going in the cup. Right. That thing went in the cup, and you're like, holy shit! Now I can do the fucked up shit I wanted to do. They, they uh, were fuck. They're fucked up guys. They exploited what's they going they on. Went, hmm. Yeah, I have no but problem believing that. Plan it. And it's I have no not problem believing they may have let it. it happen. I have no problem no. believing they may have known some things, but uh, but thank you very much. Known uh, some I know, things. I'm, I can't fucking. But, but I'm just going. What with were those bullshit. things? And could they have stopped them? We might have been yeah. right. We might have been caught with our pants down so bad that they could have even known this was going to happen. Go, holy shit! They how the fuck do we stop? Here's this? what they knew: they knew something was going down. They yeah, knew I around what. Shit. They knew around what time. They knew that aircraft might be involved. 
This was all shit yeah, yeah. that different agencies that never fucking talked to and each they other. Stop that. And they couldn't stop it. Probably not. You believe they couldn't stop it if they knew about it? Hey, Patrice, uh, let's say later this afternoon, uh, somewhere in this city, uh, a bomb will go off. Mm -hmm. Go find it. That's not that's not a right analogy, though. It, it, it is, too. Somewhere in the city. Okay, ten other no, people wait. know. Somewhere I'm not going to tell city, you who they are. Somewhere in this city, mm -hmm. there's a bomb on a taxi. Okay. Ready? Hi. The the head of taxi people can go. Oh no my taxis. god! Now you're delusional. No, you you're can't gonna, stop the fucking taxi. They don't stop. know the day. They don't know you're even if. You know what stop that does? The you know what that does to our economy? Stopping flights. They would have had. Does to my dead body? They would have said that. They would have had to ground the fleet. 20 times since 9-11 if we played by those rules already. They would have had to ground the entire fleet of aircraft 20 times. So what are you We've saying? Been on alert. I'm saying that we live in a risky fucking world because there's animals out there that want to kill us. Fair enough. They and, definitely... They, 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 they hear about nothing like this. Dude, they, the insurance companies, everybody weighs the risks all the time. I, no, I'm not arguing with that, Ope. I'm saying... You, you'd make it sound like it's easy, like, well, obviously something might go down with uh, planes, so let's just ground all flights until further notice. That, that, that ain't happening ever. They did after it happened. Well, they had yeah. no choice. I mean, we, you know... Why well, they ain't got no choice before it happens? Do you see what I'm saying? It can be done. It can be done. No, because no, afterwards, everyone's like, holy crap. Yeah. Exactly. But before that, fucking dude, collateral damage, all right, dude, dude. You need no. something like that Patrice, I'm not gonna, to be fucked up. Patrice, I'm not going to allow you to win that point. So after the after the uh, the towers went down, right, and right. security got ridiculous, right? Right. We all were like, hey, this is, what ha this is cool. We got to do this now. We all understand mm -hmm. that. A right. few months went by. People were like, ah, this is fucking bullshit. I'm going to be fucking late, blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. They forget really fast. Right. That's why you can't do it before. <clears throat> you can't just ground flights before. People would lose their fucking minds. You notice there? And they had nothing to, to base it on. Ain't any guys at the airports anymore with the machine guns right. and everything. No. Everything's all, we're all getting complacent. Together. We're all understanding right after it happened. And then some time goes by, like, I got to wait in that fucking line, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. But October 1st, you were waiting in, the, in that fucking line, and you were pretty happy to do it. So do you, now, the fact that. You know, we're just radio people right now having mm -hmm. a discussion. We are experts. You, we got microphones in front human, of us. <laughs> and you have human, you just have human instinct, and you uh -huh. understand human instinct, right? You don't think the government, <clears throat> who, who pays million dollars to just study all type of goofy shit, mm -hmm. knows that what you just said is a is a is an occurrence, and you need, and that's what they want to do. These things shut down airports, control a little more. So you need an event like 9/11. To continue, just like the Arabs are continue to use 9-11, this is what makes me suspicious. They continue. If I punch you in the eye 10 years ago, right, mm -hmm. and you're scared of me like that, and every year I threaten to punch you in your fucking eye, <laughs> you eventually going to go, nigga, you know what, punch me in the eye again because you're starting to, you, 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 I'm living with that uh -huh. same bullshit. The Arabs continue to mm -hmm. use this 9-11 threat. But if I'm a bad motherfucker, I keep doing shit. Not keep saying, oh, but they, everybody's using 9-11 fear, which means that they're, they, they're impressed with what they we're doing. They they're up, more impressed with what we're They down. blew up the, the USS Cole before that? Yeah, that was goofy Al -Qaeda. shit. They went from goofy, regular shit but, to super-duper fucking destruction. Yeah, yeah. Because they fi figured out a little weakness and said, hey... Let's try this plan, and it fucking worked. Osama's like, 
okay, if you got a okay, like say take the radio, right? You thinking of like one of your great when you was thinking of the turkey shit. Mm-hmm. Was any little was you thinking of hey, let's have um roach counting during that shit? You motherfuckers was planning. Turkey Day. <laughs> so you think while I'm planning 9-11, I go, hey, uh, Jim, why are we doing that? Go, go drive that boat up into the cold. <laughs> you think they doing that? Them motherfuckers, that's all they doing is thinking of 9-11. Osama bin Laden was thinking of blowing up, doing whatever, whatever happened during this 9-11 shit. It surprised everybody like that. It went down like that, mm-hmm. but it didn't surprise somebody. Somebody knew about this motherfucking shit. Uh, a few people knew new pieces, you bits get, and pieces. And you got to think they they were thinking about all sorts of ways to to get us. They probably had all their plans that they never went with because it didn't it, it didn't make no. sense. Or what? A plane I, I, had never been hijacked by by terrorists. I'm saying if if that is your thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, remember the... It turned the, out to be their thing. Remember the I, guy, the blind guy they arrested? Yeah. Who they was going to blow up like 13 jets and like... Uh, uh, where was it, Korea or some shit? They they had they were gonna blow thirteen jets up mm-hmm. in Korea. Um, and and the guy that blew up that tried to blow up the World Trade Center the the first yeah, time yeah with the truck that that that's the type of shit they do. Mm-hmm. That's the type of shit I give them credit for doing. But see, I don't they give get, them credit for what happened. They on got 9/11. all pissed off once you have a plane. Now you got a weapon. That sounds like some shit we'll do. Uh. It don't sound like some shit they'll do. There really isn't right. enough right. motivation. Right. Motherfuckers. Oh, session's over. How long was that? That was a lot longer than ten. Motherfuckers. It was. Yeah, that uh, turkey day got you. Long. Long. Don't throw away. Some... <laughs> it's too unbelievable because well, of that. Yeah, don't no, throw. No, no, don't throw away. No, 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 don't smash. <laughs> unbelievable. We're coming back with unbelievable. <laughs> I get it. I, hey, that loose change got me excited. I'm sorry. We had the guy in the air and. Y'all yeah. tore him a new asshole? Oh, these guys did. I, I was, I was a... I missed that. Observer. All right, he I'm ready for Crumbelievable. Ridiculous. And Jimmy was sort of like, uh, oh, this is interesting. By the end of that conversation, uh, Jimmy was not believing shit. Really? Yeah. All right. You made, me miss, you made me miss uh, one of the girls getting out of the shower on Pal Talk. Listen, Thanks. don't blame me, motherfucker. Thanks. You like talking about it, too. Yeah, I know. You sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> blame me for not. <laughs> you blame me for not. Shut that fat nigga up. 9-11. <laughs> you motherfucker. I, I can't wait for your take on the the school walkout on the cell phone thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Let's see Throw how that on the news I'm, I want to see how you spin this one. <laughs> I want to see how you spin this fucking story. All right, all right. Students leaving school because they want their cell phones. Somebody should smack every one of them. Oh, my God. All right, we got lots of... Uh, well, I'm going to say it again. House promos. It's crumbelievable. American Idol talk. Student cell phone protest. And teen's life ruined by teabagging. <laughs> <laughs> we got plenty of time. <laughs> No one's going I top promise, tracks now. I promise you, no more Candace for Patrice O'Neill today. I, I'm, you know, ah, uh, whatever. The conspiracy thing gets, I hate it. There's a conspiracy thing for everything now. Yeah. Everything. I guess it started with the JFK for the most part. Yeah. But then the moon landing and everything else. Everything that, moon that happened. I, I believe oh, that they, wait, please. I believe they landed on the moon. 
But I'm saying there's people that don't believe. There's people that there's really don't believe that There's a lot of people that don't believe yeah, right. that they, we landed on the moon. I and, believe we landed on the moon. And it's so Anthony's just, same. I, just, I thought I'd say that. Yeah. And it's Anthony's theory all over again, too. You know how many people would have to be involved in that conspiracy? Oh, and not one guy talked on it. his deathbed. Not one fucking guy said, you know what? I'm checking out. I might as well be the one that blows it up. I got really good it info. It was fake. I took Here's pictures. the memos, and I actually took video of the set. Why not? Not one guy nah. comes forward. Come on. Come on. The conspiracy thing is fun for a little while, and then you realize, oh, it's boy. It's just crap. And the conspiracy guys have fucked up the JFK thing. There are so many theories out there now. It's just completely watered down. You don't know what the fuck is real and what's not anymore. I think Lee Harvey did it have you with ever that gone to action rifle, and I think he hit him have point you ever... blank twice. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever gone to Dealey Plaza? No. Uh, do you uh, play Dallas ever? Next time you play Dallas, go to Dealey Plaza and hang out for the afternoon. There are guys selling conspiracy theories all day long. Ones that don't get the, the spotlight, uh, spotlight like the ones we all know and, mm -hmm. and love. And people selling this book and this pamphlet and this, and I got proof of this. And everybody that happened to be there that day, they hang out there every afternoon because they want to be stars in their own right. Mm -hmm. The people that are still alive. Well, they'll, they'll show you pictures. You see this person? That was me. And I'm selling this pamphlet. They're stars. It's unbelievable. It's it's worth going to the next time you're in Dallas to just hang Don't hang out there for 15 minutes and, and get your stupid photo on the X where he got killed. Right. Do that like everyone else. But hang out, sit on the grass, and, and just take it all in. It's it's an unbelievable experience. And you realize it's so watered down now, we'll never find uh, find out what really happened that day. You, uh, you got HBO on demand, yeah. Therese? Yeah. Watch. It's on there. It's called The Hamburg Cell. It's all about. I saw that came that came on. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't see it though. But watch it. What is that about? That's what happened. It's uh, about the plot from the time they thought it I up. I saw a little bit of it. It was to, so uh, boring out of my mind. Yeah, but, you know. It, it, but it, the how how Ata they they humanize Ata as a yeah just a lost kid like. Uh, well, the pilot that uh, went into the uh, into Pennsylvania is kind of the focal point of it, and how he changed from just some dopey kid to one of these. Uh, nutty uh, terrorist, but you gotta like, be a lost soul. In yeah. the end, you see and how about the guy that drove into the kids in uh, at North Carolina? I think it was uh, just drove into a crowd of kids. Yeah, and tried to kill them. Right. Mm -hmm. Point of reason I'm saying that is that really is there what they do? That is what they do. But if just watch this because it kind of shows how it's possible. It okay. is, and it's much more possible than any of these friggin' All theories. Right. Let's leave it there for now, please. Please. Do we have the wheelchair Fred thing to bring the funny back into the freaking show? We were talking about wheelchair uh, Fred earlier. Mm. We don't have to re-explain, but this is the bit we we're going to play, but we ran out of time. So check this out, and we'll bring uh, lots of funny to the program next. We're going to get into some idle talk for a few minutes here. Idle chatter. Should be a segment. We're hitting the road. We're going to be in Boston all weekend. You'll see us wandering around town, and then we're going to do a broadcast on Monday at Bill's Bar on Lansdowne Street. It's Marathon Monday in Boston. We're going to be up there hanging. Yes. We have absolutely nothing planned for this radio show in Boston. Uh, have, have we gotten our guest list? Because I've seen some of the guests from the guest list. Is it true? Marinino? Is, is one of the guests I saw in there true? Well, well first of all, we're going to... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, first of all, we're going to hope that Opie doesn't punch anyone. Uh, this Marathon Monday. All oh, right. I think last time we attended the marathon, there was, <laughs> was almost a little brawl. 
Ben. <laughs> no! I'm sorry. I've been listening to the old Opie tapes the last couple nights. What a psycho Opie used to be. I love, I love that you can say used to be. Well, I yeah. mean, you're, you're a lot calmer than you used to be. <laughs> there's, there's a whole Steve Kingston-like section on OA virus. I don't doubt it. There were plenty of hours dedicated to him. Well, I, last night I took the privilege of listening to the Eminem tape where Opie called him the worst program director in America like 25 times. That was where we uh, broke the Eminem... Uh, Oh, that CD was shot before the release date. Yeah. We made MTV on that one. Yeah. Mm. Well, K Rock was going to uh, uh, break the. Uh, they were going to be the first one to debut it, and they had like a time and everything like that that the record company allows you to broadcast it, and you're not allowed to before that. So we had gotten a bootleg copy and threw it on the air and go, "No, we're debuting it. Here it is." They were going to do an Eminem weekend. Yeah, Eminem weekend where they play the the <laughs> CD, and we just boom throw it on and blew up their spot. And Kingston was really pissed. And uh, and then we, you re you read the cease and desist. Yeah, we got Im immediately. We got a cease and desist <laughs> sent over. So I read the cease and desist with, I believe, a musical background of the CD that we weren't supposed to be playing. You well, got a sentence <laughs> in, and hope you just hit the button, show your mic off. It was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he shut my mic off yeah. as I'm reading this legal document and just started playing the CD. But every day, Ben's like, "Have you been to virus.com to hear how much of an asshole you <laughs> used to be?" Dude, you were <laughs> such a dick. Ah, he gets so excited. Like, oh, ben. of course he does. Uh, I, I have a tough time listening to the old. Tapes. Oh God! <laughs> Funny stuff. I still have it in me. I just kind of control it for special occasions. Yes. <laughs> yes. Gak gak gak. Wait there. Gak 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 gak. All right. And uh, no, we have we have some people that we're just waiting on some confirmations. But actually, we're gonna have some. Real do we ever? Here. Do we ever try to uh, approach Jim Cook again? Um, we're up in Boston. Yeah, we should call him up. And I've seen him do our show. I've seen him. He's back in the commercials again. <laughs> like they got him on the Sam Adams commercials. Yeah, let's and everything. And it's kind of. You know, I think I'd like to start building a relationship. Are we going to have an uncomfortable uh, interview with Spaulding again from Caddyshack? Actually, he, well, yeah, he called me. He wants to come. Tell Spaulding, <laughs> stay at home, Spaulding. And uh, we'll, we'll get Spaulding. Nah, get Spaulding. We like Spaulding. So we could ask him the exact same questions as last year. He's yeah. doing some sort of documentary of about course. himself that Why? he's going to film for. That's what he told me. Who cares? What Spaulding's I, doing? He's, he's Nothing personal. Like... I like the guy. And <laughs> the character's hysterical. But you look on IMDb. And it says Spalding. That's it. That's it. John Barman. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, no, his name's Spalding. Spalding. All there's, right. You're playing actually, golf today. There's actually a couple people that have done our show. They're kind of big stars. They're going to be in town that weekend. We're just mm -hmm. waiting for. Oh yeah. So I punched some uh, guy. Oh, yeah. Mary Ann's. At Mary Ann's during Marathon Monday. <laughs> Sucker punched. It was great. Sucker punched him in front of uh, all our fans. <laughs> and then he, and then the fans proceeded to grab him, pummel him, and throw him out the door. He was being a wise ass. He was being a Weisenheimer. He was being a real dick. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he fell right into your trap. He's yelling things. He's yelling things, and I'm sizing him up because I just needed to hit him so bad, and we're yeah. live on the air. And he's he's saying these things across a table, pretty yeah. pretty wide table. Yeah. And I'm sizing him up like, man, I need him to lean in. I can't get him. Got to get a little closer. I can't get him. So I just kept going, what? He's like, what? And, and really seriously, Ops cupping his ear what? and moving backward a little bit. Like, what? Going, what? Him. He goes, dude, I can't hear you. So he would so lean in a little further. So the guy would lean in further and say it again. And Ops just like, I, uh, dude, what? if you want to make your point, fine, but I can't hear you. And Ops would lean back a little more so the guy would come in further. The second he got within range... Pow! Right Where? in the face. <laughs> Opie punched him right in the face. 
The guy staggers back. The crowd grabs him, punches him, kicks him a few times, and out the door he well, went. Well, the bounce grabbed him, and then all the listeners got cheap shots in. Cheap at, shots. As they were pulling this guy out. It was of the one bar. of the best lures into a sucker punch I'd ever seen. <laughs> what, dude? If you want to talk, I can't hear you. How was that? That was the only time I got physical. So yeah, Boston good. Marathon. It's a crazy day up there. There was a few others, but all right. American Idol. Uh, Bucky got booted last night. Mm. Idol talk. Patrice loves the Idol, right? Yeah, I watch it. Uh, Bucky, it was his time to go. I think... Um, deservingly so. Out of the three that were up there, I think it was his time as far as singing goes. The guy cannot hold a note. He, he's got a style no, that's afraid. like old Southern rock style. he got that Southern rock thing happening. But, I bet you hear things from Bucky. He's awful. Dude, you're not. With the second he's got to stretch a note out any longer than just going, doing his southern rock fucking thing, he goes off key. He cannot stay on key. Why is Ace still there? Uh, the, Ace is an That's my fucking sister. She's in love with the guy. Yeah, the man. chicks love him. He's devoid of anything. You see his eyes when he makes that look? He's, he's fucking retarded. He looks off into space. And anyone else notice? Because I noticed the uh, the really stupid things. Anyone else notice that he had to make sure that his belt buckle was being seen? No. Well, because he had a he had like a long T-shirt on, right? Say that but he has this special. Hold on, Patrice. A belt Sorry. with a really nice belt buckle, I guess. Yeah. So he kept pushing the front of his uh, uh, shirt down so the belt buckle was being seen. Like that guy cares so much about his appearance. It's not even funny. Yeah. Very narcissistic. Why he's an idol? Yeah. And, and and he's never had anything bad happen to him his entire life. No, That's why every time like he's in the bottom three, it's really shocking to him. Why am I here? Yeah, what? Really he really should not be here. He really believes that he can win this thing. He's next to go. And there's a lot of guys like Bucky, you know, is just like, oh, wow, I got I got to hang out for another week. He knows. You yeah. Know, it is so obvious it's going to be either uh, Paris, Chris Daughtry, is Chris Daughtry in that? In and, that in I that, think Chris Daughtry runs. This is going to win. Chris Daughtry runs away with it. But people that should believe that they could possibly win it are Paris, Chris Daughtry, uh, and I, you know some people are saying uh, uh, Catherine McPhee. But no, not the, she not the, the, white girl, the, the girl with the black hair. She, you think she believes she can win? I, though? I just think that they're going to be in the finals. It's just like Taylor she's Hicks. She's good enough. Taylor Hicks is a great example. That guy knows he's not going to win the whole thing. He's just happy to be there, and every week he doesn't get voted off. He's like, right on, I get another mm -hmm. week to have some fun. Mm -hmm. He knows. And he also knows that the exposure is going to be great for his career when he goes back He'll home. He'll probably be fourth out. But He'll probably be like number four when they have four left. He'll be gone. But there are guys like Ace Young. He com he believes he's the best up there. He's Elliot's delusional. taking a fucking hike. Elliot's got to go too. That's yeah, too bad. he's got. He's very talented. He's he's got a good voice, but there's just something that just isn't. What about the Mendiza? Yeah, his, cre his creepy face. Yeah, maybe that's. What it. about Mendiza getting kicked off? It it it, it, it was. Kenny I know we Rogers talked about fault. it, but it was Kenny Rogers, man, getting in their mind. This is the yeah, thing. That and being shit. in the business, you've been in the business twenty years, <laughs> ten years, fifteen, something like that. Twelve. Twelve. I've been in business 11. for fourteen. One thing I know, what main thing that you you if you win one battle is with the mind insecurity. It, if you can keep people from fucking with your mind, yeah, you have a chance. Like if people, if Mandisa could have had it, just went, listen, Kenny, baby, 
Shut the fuck up. <laughs> nigga, nah. when do you have a good... What, at what time was you exacting my voice, nigga, when you were saying, you uh, you got to know when to hold... Really? Was you telling a story? Was you singing? <laughs> How about islands in the stream? You fucking faggot. I'm Mandisa, nigga, and I'm going to sing your stupid song the way I want to. Now, you that's can hate me That's the film clip I want to see beforehand. But that's right. what well, I'm saying. Well, you heard her. her now mind, you're going to hear her sing. He got in her mind. Yeah. And they're getting in Paris's mind. And they're getting in Elliot's. That's what this whole thing is about: is who can take the pressure mm -hmm. of the situation. That's yeah, why Ace that's part of it. is possibly to, to think about that. Ace could. Ace is devoid of that thing so much that it's possible he can win. Chris Daughtry is another one who's strictly an artist. See, yeah. the ones that are artists, man, like that thing last night I saw about Paris where her mom, she was never going to sing again, and mm. she's mentally disturbed. The kid, and she cries at the drop of her head. She's she not well. She cries every time someone gets kicked off. Every, every week she's crying her eyes out. I saw, well, during the audition, yeah. she just, she came out the room after what she did, right? It's like she's autistic. She came out the room when they said, you, you made it to Hollywood. She's crying. Like, if I go, does this bitch even know? <laughs> That she's the greatest singer I've ever heard? She doesn't. And Chris Daughtry, if he knew he was talented, he wouldn't be married to that awful oh, situation. That, that is over, that Johnny. Fat, that piglet, she's oh. not a complete hog. She's a she's ish. And there's nothing worse than going out with an ish. <laughs> Fatish. She's, you know, she's ish. Smartish. Smartish. Nothing worse than ish. And she's not good enough to be, you know, a little chubby. She's, she's fucking a she's... mess. And he took her kids in. This yeah. bitch came in with a, with complete, her first, she had a complete furniture set. Sometimes I go, look, my bitch got a kid. It's like, okay, it's a table. <laughs> this bitch comes in with a, a complete armoire. This nigga came in. He's handling his business with her. and But he didn't believe in himself so much. Mm -hmm. Like, your girl's hot, which means you have a belief in yourself. Your girl's hot. You have a belief in yourself. If you come in this motherfucker taking care of a of a piglet, of an ish, and her children, <laughs> you don't have belief. He still don't believe he's that great. I love so we gotta stay away take... from the ishes. Don't no ishes. Don't don't go down the ish road. The relationship takes uh, that he comes up with it's... are so perfect. Well, what were you saying about your uh, lady in the back room before the show? Hmm. Yeah, she's yeah. Yeah, she's getting a little fat, but she'll lose it because she hates being fat. And I don't. I help the cause by not enabling her when she goes. Would you leave me if I got fat? I'm. I would have to, sweetie, because uh, you're not a fat bitch. If I was to go out with Mandisa, uh -huh. different. She because is a fat she's bitch, a fat she's a fat but she bitch. can't get fatter than she's fat. <laughs> but my girl is a high bitch. So fat is not in her. That's Are you not saying used to fat me. bitches know how to handle their fat bitchness? They just they they are fat. They're You're fat. A fat girl. If you get a hot chick that becomes fat, she don't know how to be a fat mm -hmm. bitch. Kinda, and that's why you win. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. I'm good with some analogies here. It's kind of mm -hmm. like if you're a blind guy. Your hearing gets much better. Yes. So if you're a fat bitch, you already know you're a fat bitch. So something else in your, your personality takes is better. over, exactly. man. Wow, exactly. That's good. Your that's something good. is okay. better, Ob. And I've I've had my share of fat girls. I like fat girls actually mm -hmm. when they're fat. Like when you know, like uh uh, uh what's the name from um Top Model um uh, Takara. Like I wouldn't want her any other way than just what she is. Big old soggy tits, big 
mushy gut kind of thing. I think she's sexy. But if she came in not that and became that, I'd be like, ah, bitch. Because right. the worst my yeah. girl could be is to call right, her. Right, but right. no. All right, we're going to edit mm-hmm. you a little bit today, mm-hmm. Patrice. Go ahead. So we got so many subjects to still to do. Uh, Keith in New York. Keith. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey. Uh, I actually disagree with Patrice because I think based upon Chris Daughtry's character, you know, he's not like us. I think he's going to be more of a stand-up guy and take the high road and stick with this girl. I don't know. I'd make that. No. He's going to do that for the pressure of being a good guy. But I'm going to tell you, that guy does not have the muscles to deal with the pussy that's going to come his way. He's going to fly at him. He can't do hey, that. Me, he's going to be swatting you. them. Like, they're going to be all over him like gnats. Aunt, let me ask you a question, because you've been married. I'm getting married yes, next month, and I really need, Sorry. I think Sorry, I need to get that. out of it, and I'm just wondering, how should I do this? How should you? Look, I, I don't, I really don't have an honest answer for that, because I, mean, I don't, girl, I don't know, know, wait a minute, I don't know you or the situation well enough, but I can tell you, just get out of it somehow. Don't go through <laughs> a marriage just for the fuck of going through it thinking, oh well, you know. Well, we've got this really expensive place picked out and it's going to cost me like over 20 grand to get out of it, it to you know something 20 grand to get out of it ha mere bag of shells my friend mere bag of shells because it's gonna you're gonna spend the 20 grand regardless right whether yeah. you have them at wedding or not yeah. and what, what's your life worth you have to reimburse and would have taken that deal Oh my God! What's your wife? What's your life worth? Is it twenty yeah. G's or twenty? What G's? is it, dude? Do you really not want to get married? Well, I am so stressed out being in this relationship. I'm using an albuterol inhaler because I got stress-induced asthma. And you're not even married yet. I know. How did this happen? How long have you known her? Uh, two years. Two years. Now, when was the engagement? Um, November of '04. Of '04. Now you're talking almost right after you met, or what? What happened? Oh uh, no, we were we dated for a year. Dated we, for a year. Uh, then we got engaged a year later. I engaged a year later, and you figured, wow, it's like, you know, a couple of years off. This is cool. Time yeah, goes slow. So and then all of a sudden, now it's here, and you've been together. Now, what are the major problems that uh, she's got or you have together that you don't want to get married? Well, bottom line, A, yeah. she just doesn't get me, doesn't try to get me, and she's really super uptight. And she's one of those people who... she in the room? If she doesn't get... No, I'm in my office. I can't yell. Um, if she doesn't get what she wants, the way she wants, when she wants it, she emotes like a five-year-old. But, you know, she's one of those people that's so put together on the outside, the casual person who meets her thinks so she's so polished well, and put together, oh, and that's what I sell for. Where dude. are you going to meet a bitch who's not like that? See, this is your fault, dude. You're, just, you're not going to meet... A girl who's not like that. That's why you you just have to train this bitch. Your your happiness is easy. I don't, I don't think this guy. How old are you? I'm um, 38. Oh, oh shit! They can train this bitch, man. You're lazy. No, you you reach it first marriage. Yeah. Yeah, he's waited so long, and and you got brothers and sisters. I got a 30 year old sister. Is she married? No. No. Okay. But you're feeling you're feeling. I think you're feeling pressure. But dude, I've been feeling the pressure about this. I didn't know if I should propose to her, and something just said, "Ah, just do it." And then I went and did it. And then every time we'd have another fight, you know, it got to the point where I'm like, next time we have a fight, I'm just going to break up with her. And you know, I'm, actually, what it was was I was the one who was begging her not to break up with me every time we had a fight. And yeah. then it got to the point where the next time this happens, I'm not going to do it. And then like, I caught her off guard. And all of a sudden, she backpedaled and decided she wants to be married to me. And now the one she's freaking out. And I just, I dude, I just don't want to. I don't know what to do because a, I don't know where I'm going to go because we bought a house together. Oh no! Yeah, we wait, wait! Left. You bought a house together, so are both your names on it? No, just hers. Just hers. Oh, get out of there! But but you put the money up? Yeah, we both wow. did. Wait, wait, wait! You're you're insane. 
Why is her, why is it only her you name? Tell me something I don't know now. I know I'm insane. That's what I'm trying to figure out. But I figured you been down this road. But what? Bad credit? No credit? Bad credit? <laughs> what happened? Boy with bad credit. He's a real loser. Now yeah, I actually would I know why because the house was crumbelievable. Crumbelievable. <laughs> if you weren't planning to get married, that'd be fine and dandy. Uh, you know, but you wow, you're gonna get. Keith, ma oh my. You goodness. don't need our advice. Uh, the listeners are saying it for you. Every line is ringing, saying, "Get out now! Get out! Get out! Get out. Run! Get out! Get out now! Run!" Dude, run, you run. have to figure it out. You only have a sister. You don't have no brothers. Yeah, no. Damn it! You got any close friends? I got a lot of them. They're all telling me the same thing. Guys, so. yeah, maybe you need to uh, work something out. Yeah. Where uh, could she possibly be unfaithful? Oh no, no not at all. Damn that's the, that's the furthest. Would one of your guys be able to like maybe get her to have sex with him? No, because that what, would be a great out. And what's your name and where you're from? <laughs> <laughs> Keith, <laughs> Keith, you might have to tell her you're gay. That's uh, last <laughs> resort, but you might have to just say, look, I live an alternative lifestyle. I thought look, this would change me. Uh, right. oh. I'm not going to argue that point. I look, I can't believe it. Look, I, uh... What is wrong now, with Patrice you guys, Now, Patrice doesn't man. see this. Patrice sees it as he should train this one, but He's... she's too far gone. She's it's a not. dog. No, she's a dog that shits on the rug and not a puppy anymore. How old is she? She's 30, but, you know, see? she's just... Yeah, she, she's so We're going to have to bring back the relationship. She's not a puppy right. anymore. You can't smack her and, and to put a rubber nose in right, the shit anymore. All right. Listen, we got to go just so because there's someone standing by here. That, that guy's punching out. Yell at uh, Patrice. <laughs> Thanks, Keith. <laughs> what a surprise. Bastard. Someone that wants to yell at Patrice. It's Mark Vestibule. Mark. Vestibule. You know, I'm calling about the uh, uh, what Patrice was saying about them wiring up the building. They're not buildings. What voice is this? Is this what happened? They say he's got a sore throat. Oh, okay. He's really pissed right, off. Fair enough. I don't know. I'm not, I, know. I don't have a big argument. He's right. They were arguing. They were wiring the buildings up with the decor. The Duke lacrosse player girl's uh, fingernails. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> 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 and he really didn't give me. It's an awful. That's a, this was an awful voice. It's like 9.30 in the morning. What do you want out of me? Colin, <laughs> <laughs> quit, everyone. Colin, did is you hear? <laughs> Colin, you believe. Colin's a conspiracy thing. Colin is a disguised nigga. So don't even get on here and try to he play me He knows a lot me. about black people. I know fucking, you know, people. you fucking know what happened, Carl. Crank well, his phone geez, up. I know one thing. Mm. That when it comes to DNA evidence, suddenly all our science is bullshit. And then when it comes to you deciding, oh, yeah, well, they can wire a building. We, <laughs> on the one hand, you despise the white man for being weak and letting this country fall apart, which we have done. Yeah. Uh, you know, visit, uh, for example, by inviting millions of more. Why don't we just get three giant Dodge Durangos and just drive all the Mexicans across the border. <laughs> On the other hand... But who the fuck is going to clean your house that I know you don't clean because you're a fucking nigga rich Mick who, a, who fucking... Lovely, you have a, a Mexican maid. No, I don't. I have a lovely West Indian one. It's all oh. the same. They, they they work harder than us, and if you get rid of those fucking, if you get rid of the Mexicans, That's exactly what we said. Then, the, then the West Indians go. Right. Then who works, Colin? Who, who cleans your fucking it's house? Not, it's not even about Mexicans. Here's what happened: about forty years ago, your people put the bull on the white man. We <laughs> cowered, and that was fine because you had a point. But suddenly, not only you, every other group that didn't even get treated badly, then all women turned on us, and we cowered. Even the gay guys turn on us, and we still grow. White guys are God useless. Damn. I don't know how you still run the country. Colin, because you know why? Because we have to go to work. 
That's we have good. to go to work. We don't have time to fight these people, so That's we cave in. We can't be out in the street. No, we can't be <laughs> protesting <laughs> with signs There's and no grass no, white guy. help the white guy. We no, got to no, go to work. I got to yeah. punch a clock. But the problem is we did let, uh, you know, because I'll say one thing. If you, if uh, I've seen black dudes with suit with uh, briefcases and suits, if a guy, a homeless guy, bothers them, they drop the briefcase and they put up the mitts. Uh huh. And the white man did lose a little bit of that too. They'll <laughs> <laughs> so stand right there in the street. Colin, it's right true. You, you're useless. It not it, okay. When Wait I start when I stop barking about fucking bitches, it's because white guys can't be. You can't be men and you can't be white no more. Like you're mm -hmm. fucking. What good are you? What yeah. good are you? What do you mean? Meaning like that guy that just called what in. What good are you? Did you hear what Anthony just said? The good we are is when it comes down to it, if you go to an office right now that, and you try to get some bureaucracy done and it's a black office, you know damn well it's only 930 and there's nobody there. That's the way you like one in the afternoon. And then you get in there and it's like some girl with giant fingernails eating... God knows what kind of Chinese food. Only in black neighborhoods, the Chinese restaurants open at 10 in the morning. What, <laughs> Colin? Black God, people are, black people are the only... society would crumble. But no, what? Black people are the only people that still have a humanity to them where they can hook you up. White people are so bureaucratic. It's like, I'm I'm a computer. No, because it says no. Yes, because it says yes. But at least a black girl go, all right, baby, here. That's, go talk that, to this one here. Talk that to this part man. is true, but guess what? That part is true, but the other side of it is... Black people are working with you. Broadway, stupid. You have people can't. We invented buildings. You never even thought a building could go straight up above one floor. Because <laughs> we, we knew there was a such thing as height and falling. <laughs> like that Black people are very practical, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. We don't like going too high, nigga. Ground floor, it's easy to get through the window and take shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Your people are not, uh, you know, they're not good. They're not built for this kind of thing. It's a white man thing and a Chinese thing. <laughs> Would that work? No, the whole, the whole, yeah, the structural thinking like those, you know. You're, you're very structural. I will get white people very, very so structured. We but are very structured. Structural, yeah. structured, but to, yeah. just to know humanity, just know But it doesn't matter. Without life. Us, there wouldn't even be any buildings. There'd be no planes. We look at the bigger picture. See, we're not as yeah, as self-centered. Yeah. We're we're looking to the future. No. Like, all right, we'll invent the airplane. It's not much now, but in the future, this is going to take other people to the and 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 black people want like I don't want to work at McDonald's. I need President IBM right now. Black yeah. people invent everything that causes you not to be chaotic. We but I have the stoplight. The stoplight. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the funny thing. And penicillin, so you white people can just stay alive. Them. They walk against the light every time. <laughs> 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 Daring the white man to say anything because the white man's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was actually original. It's not the yeah. prior one. Better than those corny ones they do. All right. Yeah, we really are finished, but so are black people. And you know what? The ultimate joke is, Patrice, I believe we've discussed this before. You're yeah. right. The white man is finished, and guess what? The world is yours now, and look at it. Ah, it's going to be gone in three years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colin. All right, guys. Thank um, you, Mark Vestibule. Yeah, Mark Vestibule, everyone. <laughs> Mark Vestibule. <laughs> what an awful name. An awful voice he used. Awful voice, but Colin stinks. Hi. <laughs> All right, so back to American Idol. This is Colin Buck Martling, that sounded like. <laughs> this is Bucky getting kicked off last night. Leaving us tonight on American Idol is... 
Bucky. Ace, Elliot, you are safe. Bucky goes home. Aww. Aww. What a shame. Yeah, he was like, I, I, He was the pride of his hometown, too. Oh. The racetrack left. NASCAR left. Did you see that? <laughs> that was like, shit. All right, you want us to cry, I guess, at home. Did you see that? <laughs> you hear a little controversy in his life? No. A little run-in with the law? Oh, yeah? He's got his twin brother. You've seen him. They showed yeah. him on the show. They're, they look exactly, exactly alike. alike. Same yeah. dopey haircut and mustache or whatever the fuck. Uh, and uh, apparently his brother was driving and got into a little accident. And um, his license was suspended. So they kind of switched places and uh, went to the guy that they got in the accident with. And said, hey, go along with this, you know, when the cops show up to say that it was Bucky was driving. And the guy said, okay. So he went along with it. Uh, they got away. The cops, you know, went away. Just wrote him like a ticket or something. Um, and then the kid that got into the accident with the uh, Bucky family goes home, tells his father what happened. His father goes, well, did they offer to pay for the car? And he goes, no. He goes, then why are you helping him out? You know, you could get in trouble. So they go back to the family uh, first to try to see if they're going to pay for the car. And Bucky's father goes, no, go fuck yourself. We ain't paying for shit. And we're going to sue you for uh, damaging our car. The guy turns around, calls the cops. Hey, guess what? They switched places. This guy did this. That. And uh, they ended up in court. And uh, what they did was they stood side by side and uh, had the judge ask the uh, guy that was suing them uh, which one was driving. And he couldn't point him out. <laughs> so they, the judge goes, look, I got to let him go. Hey, that's a great so story. So they got him off the hook on the twin angle that you have to be able to point out the guy that you're accusing. Right. And the guy couldn't do it. That's a great story. But there is a little, you know, white trash kind of crime going on uh, in, in that family. They're always Every American Idol thing has some kind of bullshit <clears throat> going on where someone's in yeah, trouble. Yeah, they dig up your shit. You get that many people in a room, someone fucked up. Well, that's why it's going to be fun when uh, Norton hits on HBO with Lucky Louie. Oh, you know, they're going to dig up his shit. If he becomes a big they're gonna, star... They're going to dig up his stuff. Because when Rich Voss was on last uh, last Comic Standing, they started yeah. digging up his shit. Well, when he was yeah, a junkie? It. Yeah, it was, in, it was in the Inquirer and stuff. How long Jesus. ago was that already? Well, well, how, 20 how much, years clean, everybody. Can 20 you guys years. count for more in life? How much, how much... You figure you say on national radio, it's, it's already said. Yeah. That's no. the weird thing, but it's not in magazines. And if, if Norton hits on this HBO show, all the stories you've heard on this program will be in some of these magazines. He was. Dick was a cutter. Years ago, he would cut himself. <laughs> Jim Norton was an alcoholic and drug addict. But those, those uh, getting back to Idol, though, those video clips before they did their thing last night, god damn, man, they were, one, they were all so depressing. The NASCAR used to like race in where is it Rockingham or something like that? <laughs> Rockingham, yeah. Show the track with big, the locks on race. the gates and then weeds growing on the track. Really? And then they go to Kelly Pickler's grandfather who's crying again. Jeez, <laughs> all he does is all he does is cry. Man, somebody he's, else's parents he's so cries. proud. The girl that lives up the street from American Idol is like he, he's watching old. That's what I'm saying. This this country's so pussified. What guy just sits there and cries all over his pussified. daughter all the time? Nobody. Guy just goes, ah, you know, I wish I had a son. Johnny Sacks. <laughs> Pussy crying in front of his daughter. <laughs> oh, Paris is not going to make it either, man. She's falling apart as we speak. Yeah. yeah. She's fall I, I just, that Chris Daughtry, if he doesn't win, man, I'm going to be very disappointed. He's going to win. He's got it all it's been obvious since, since very early on. I'll bet anybody. You hear the song wins. they sang at the beginning? 
Yeah. He was singing like yeah, a bunch of Queen songs. Uh, or and something. what was he singing? He was fucking sounding amazing. This dude yeah. is amazing. He man. comes away from the pack. He like you know. I'm kind of getting sick of his solo. style though. You know, every week it's the same. What? Every week of every motherfucker who sings has the same style. Like you, that's like saying you're getting sick of the guy you like. Yeah, like, uh, you're right. Like these motherfuckers, they're disturbed. He's the same guy. It might be an overexposure thing at this point. I don't know. How many other artists do you know have gotten that much exposure on national TV? Legit artists. These guys have now sung what? Chris Daughtry sang 10, 12 times already on national TV. Yeah. Once a week, you do a radio show every day yeah. for four fucking hours. Dude, that we do. You can't sing one song a week? This isn't in front of 40 million people. He's getting some crazy exposure now. I guess you got a point or something. But I'm just House saying. promos? House promos. Yes. We're going to do a speed <sighs> We're gonna do a speed round here. Can we do Queen? Lord in the <laughs> well, Do you know any Lord Queen songs? I know a great one called "I'm in Love with My Car." That's uh, I heard that one. I though. fucking They've love been playing that, song. that one. Uh, yeah. Fucking great, great group, man. Freddie Mercury's a you motherfucker. Watch, you watched the House, the TV show House. House. I watched it after American Idol for the first time. It bugs me to I know. hate it. That guy's thing that he does makes oh, me sick. What's his thing? Literally this sick. This fucking, this retarded genius doctor guy who cure, but he's ultra mean, but it's really because he's trying to save lives. And it's I, a self-hatred a, thing, a, man. An hour long. That, that is like, I watched it for the first time. I, I, I'll never watch it again. I'll never and and his staff is horrified of him. I was, I was too busy watching Unanimous last night. What a what is that show about? Shit, that reality show. Can you explain uh, that show, please. But they put a bunch of guys in like a fucking bunker. It looks like, and they have to vote unanimously who receives a sum of money. So you think everybody would just vote for themselves, but you can't vote for yourself. So you, you got to vote. Everybody's got to vote for one guy. Now it sounds pretty simple, but. They're never going to vote for They're the same guy. They're never going to vote for the same guy. And the it, money keeps dropping. If you leave, the money drops. And the money drops as, you know, the longer you're in there, the money keeps dropping, dropping. Like, it started at a million and a half, and last night it was down to, what, what were they, like, just under 700,000. I, I didn't watch it. Just under 700,000. Here's a problem I have with the show, and this is why it's not going to work. Obviously, it's a series, right? How many How many weeks? Ten weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They gotta fill up what? Ten, they got to fill up ten weeks of shows. Yeah. So you're watching the first show, it's a million and a half. You're like, well, obviously, they're not going to have the show end today. No, and it's not going to be that thrilling when there's like eight bucks left. Well, they got to go all the way to the end. Eight to ten weeks they got to get. It's a mm -hmm. series. But what's the choice? I still don't get the show. Neither do I. It's kind of like, <clears throat> it's basically a jury it's deciding. And they all have to agree on one thing. And what they have to agree on is which person in the room gets the money. Are people eliminated every week? Yeah, sort. They have all sorts of like, yeah, survivor type things to make it a little interesting. But in general, that's the game. So in this room, we all have to figure out, right? Who, who? If, right. With, uh, other than me, right? I go, you know, I think Anthony should get it. And I go, fuck and then yeah. you go, but, but do I know? Do you know that Anthony? That I think Anthony should get it? No, it's all secret. But do you understand? Like the show starts, it's a million and a half. They do a vote, and the guy missed by one vote, getting a million and a half. But obviously, he wasn't going to get the money. As I'm sitting there at home, like, how could he possibly get the money? It would be the end of the show, the end of the series. How many yeah. <clears throat> unanimously, everybody has to say this guy has to get it. Evidently, yeah. And there also has to be an eight-week run. 
So right now they're at six hundred and forty thousand. I'm hearing. So and they got at least three or four more weeks left. So you know it's going to be. Who cares money? That's why the concept doesn't work. What's wrong, Ed? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm being I am'd, by the way, which you know I love. Okay. Um, hi, dude. Uh, excuse me. Sorry for disturbing you, but I have something to ask you about. Will you listen to me? And I write, what? With like 18 exclamation points. Well, have you checked Happy Typing Girl's webcam? Yes, I write. Well, uh, did you pay attention to note she put on her webcam view? Is not this racist? It says, to admit yourself, search list for annoying Arab, right-click on their name, and select ignore. Because the Arabs are the most annoying motherfuckers on Pal Talk. They will sit there, dibber dubber dibber if I may, uh, Patrice, dibber dubber uh, uh asking stupid questions, just harassing the girls to take their fucking clothes off, and uh, they're annoying, and we just don't like them in this room. So uh, he goes, will you ask her to take it off? I said, why? He goes, you just agreed with me that our message is racist. Said it, he says it offends Arabs. And I write, I don't care about offending Arabs. But you sure care if anyone is trying to offend Americans or maybe the Jew, right? Um, yes. Yes, I do. Yes, so let's see where he is. Some cruel is his name. And let's watch <laughs> him go. Bye-bye. <laughs> there he goes. I, 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 I commend you for sticking up for Arabs, but bye-bye. Um, he just called me a slut. Now I block pal. He was yes. slut. He must be Arab. Now he cannot ever contact me again, and he's gone from the room. You there fuck you slut. <clears throat> we kick Arabs out of the room. Yes, we don't try to be overt, uh, covert about it. Uh, we don't try to hide the fact. They're annoying in our room. They're I don't even know the, what kind of they're taking over that the is. talk in general, right? Yeah, they're all over the place. What kind? Of, sometimes you see fonts come up that are like, what is that? The wing ding or widget? What? What are the the dingbats? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why is there a dingbat font? Has anyone ever used the dingbat? Or you think Einstein's still alive working on a problem? <laughs> like, I need to type in dingbat. Where's the Microsoft? Let me go. Dingbat. But let me tell you, angry dingbat guy. But there's no hint that it's even language. What is it? It's like Einstein working on a problem. Dingbat indeed. All right, House. So you hate House. We I don't watch House, but what we've uh, what we're onto is the House promos. We can't get enough of them. Yeah. On an all-new house. Because it's the same show every week. Don't see it. Don't watch it. Don't like hospital shows. Don't like doctor shows. Don't like <clears> medical <throat> shows. Um, I get like a hypochondria when I see it. Chow bleeding from the butt. Uh, 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 ooh, yeah, It's like <laughs> a man came in with a sore throat. In a day, he wasn't going to leave if House didn't give him a transfusion from an alien that he needs to... And I'm, I'm like feeling my throat. I think I've got swollen glands. That guy's got swollen glands. I... I I can't watch medical shows. And House is the worst because it's not just like some guy comes in. Like ER is bad enough. The car wrecks and stuff like that. With House, it's always some guy that came in and went, you know, I had a twitch in my eye uh, this morning. And then he, and he's convulsing on the floor. And I go, I had a twitch. <laughs> this is a new Anthony. I'm just, it's, it's the skeeved out Anthony. He hates oh, he's always been like that. I don't he like medical shows. Out. He hates medical oh, shows. Oh, medical yeah. shows, they skeeve so me. Heebie-jeebies. Why don't we listen to the first house promo? And it's always something that would never really happen in any medical environment. 
flux tonight. A child is infected. Her son's brain is losing control of his muscles. With a disease that's already beaten House once. Someone died 12 years ago and House doesn't know why. Now, House's second chance is the boy's only chance. You may have killed a six-year-old because you're obsessed. Where? We cure the kid, we solve everybody's problems. Sometimes you lose, House. You're not God. Was that like a dare or something? All new House, next on Fox. Pure discretion advised. I'm afraid the brain lose control of the body. I'm feeling something. Don't, don't. That was the one I saw. Was it? It was just some little kid. I couldn't believe it. Some little kid is standing there. He's like, I got to go to the bathroom. They're oh, no. A, a, they're in a museum. Uh-huh. And he's with his, his And you know his it's class. not going to be fun, and he just goes home and, and tells about the museum. I, I think the teacher had, she was pregnant. Oh, no. So the girl, the teacher falls down and goes, oh, my goodness, go get somebody. And the kid is so into himself going to the bathroom. He goes, I got to go to the bathroom. And she's like, I can't believe you're fucking saying this. And then she looks back, and the kid's ass is full of blood. It's coming down his leg. Holy shit. This is on shit. Fox. And then all of a sudden, he has this, this disease. That is systematically in seconds, like it, it eats his liver and then it moves to his kidneys. Right. I don't need to see this. And at the end, he House figures it out the whole show goes on. House finally goes. The, the, he's he's like he had a Lego up his ass, right? He, he no, his no? fucking his guy. He, he calls his this, this one of his friends is playing uh, in a poker tournament. And he's like giving him poker advice doing the whole show on the phone. And he goes, look, man, do this, do that. Then the guy, he goes, look, I need you to come in and look at this kid's blood. And the guy comes in, gives him poker advice. And the guy goes, can you believe I won the poker tournament? He goes, yeah, really? And he goes, yeah, man, I won the poker tournament. The guy had two kings. Guess what? I had two aces. And House goes, dun, dun, dun. Two aces. Two aces. Blim, 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 blim. Figured out what the kid has, gave him a fucking some wine, because and the kid a, got cured in the end of the show. Because of two pair? He figured it out from the two aces. aces. Wait, oh, what God. happened with the two aces? Yeah. I don't know, nigga. He said two aces. I watched the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> two aces. Two aces. That's it. And at the end, one of, his, one of his minions goes, How'd you, you could have been wrong. He goes, he took a chance. I'll bluff the disease. Yes. I'm a house. <laughs> I raise you three children's bloody asses. I'm all in with all my child bloody asses. <laughs> ah, on an all-new house. Yeah, man. Poker, poker. Maybe he was poked in the ass by a relative. Like it can't. He was at his wits end, and why his friend was telling him the story how he won the thing, and he yeah. says how he won. House perked up, and goes, "Aha! Aha! Eureka!" I and then this, hate he, it. he wins. I hate that stupid show. Now I got. Is there a disease that all of a sudden you're a, in the museum, you got to take a leak and your ass bleeds and your liver goes away? I can never watch it again. It was, it was it. too many scenes that he had a, a cane. He walked around with a cane. Yeah. He was thirsty, right? <laughs> so they locked the place where he was dealing with the kid because it was like they was overnight, but they closed the, um, the, the, the snack bar. Yeah. It was a whole scene of him defiantly trying to break the lock on the snack bar um, uh, cage. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, Omar Epps, the, you know, the black doctor, he's like, House, don't! And he did one of the get-off-me's, and they just watch him break the fucking... T and then he goes in and gets water! <laughs> <laughs>
We got, That's it! We got Theo. Grab a Snickers and something. Theo's going to explain the, the two aces. Oh, good. Theo, Virginia, go. Hey, what's up? All right, I watched it. Uh, at the beginning of the show, when they're going through and testing this kid for all the different diseases that it may be or whatever, he tests for, like, the first thing he thinks it is, and it's not that. So when, like, fast forward, he's gone through all these different things, and he's out on the porch talking to the guy about his poker game, and the guy's uh, talking about his poker game. He's like, I had uh, two aces, like, right off the bat. And he's like, uh, I play the whole game, and I'm not dropping any cards, and he thinks something, blah, blah. And he goes, so he's like, I had the cards the whole time. And he's like, okay, blah, blah. I guess he puts it together where it's like it, he, the disease was riding the whole time, so then he goes back and tests for it again, and it shows up because it took a long time for it to... Oh, the disease was bluffing. The disease was bluffing. It was there the whole time. The disease had a good poker face. Well, actually, the disease wasn't bluffing. The disease had pocket aces the whole time. Like, the disease was there. Had the good hand. Had the nuts. And... It just hadn't shown. Yeah, slow played. The disease was slow playing his aces. All right, Theo. That's wonderful. Let's go to Jim in Jersey. Jim. Go. Uh, guys, a fend house, guys. It's a good friggin' show. House is a good show. House is an awesome show. It's the man. same show. No, can the it's... guy treat a goddamn flu? Can he, can he give a flu shot and yeah, send the yeah, person they... home happy? Does it always have to be, I had a ringing in my ear and now my I'm convulsing and uh, spitting and up blood? You didn't even watch this show. How are you going to know? Because it's every, I see every trailer for it. And every <laughs> week, there's a huge medical problem. Here's another trailer. Next Tuesday on an all-new house. 25-year-old female hasn't slept for 10 days. A woman's mysterious illness is destroying her body. She needs a new liver. Now, in a few hours, you will lapse into a coma. And you won't wake up. To save her life. Couldn't I be the donor? House will keep a secret. We're withholding information. It's not medical information. This is immoral. You'd really tell. Yeah. And hide a shocking truth. If she knew, there's no way she'd go through with this. Anyone says anything, they're fired. Ooh. Wow. He's bucking the system, Again. man. With the liver. <laughs> I don't, don't follow the rules, man. Uh, you're going to go into a coma, and you're not going to wake up. Hi. That is every, that's Breakfast? every show. That's every fucking show. But how show. can you give a fuck about the situation knowing that they go, he's going to figure gonna out? fix it. Every week, some, every other week, somebody should die. Stop. House fucked up. And it's like... House. House spends an entire season in court on a malpractice suit. <laughs> on house. That house that house needs a fire. <laughs> that house needs some spring cleaning. <laughs> a car wreck on house. And they can't the, they a wrecking the jury ball. for this shit. <laughs> Alright, Jim, you love the show. It's alright. Yeah, it's okay to like it, idiot. We just think it's a little too dramatic for us, that's all. And I knew at watching the trailers, I'm like you, I'm like the, it's the it's the guy. Yeah. It's his character that. Mm -hmm. But I can't I can't stand um self ex, like like people who are self described or like he seems mm. too self described as a evil rep like a rebel anti hero. Yeah. Look at me. Just, I'm so badass. I'll save your life, but I'm a badass. Chris in Toronto has a very good question. Chris. Hey. 
Hey, if this fucking doctor was so good, why can't he fix his own fucking leg? <laughs> yeah, he walked around the king. In his toughest case out, ever, House tries to fix his own leg. And that's that's the inner turmoil, probably. He can't fix himself, but he can yeah. fix others, and eventually he'll be able to fix his own leg. It's gonna cost a woman her life in exchange for House's leg. It's the future, Dave, all over again. They've replaced his leg with a child's liver that came out of his ass. <laughs> if it wasn't for a pair of aces, he wouldn't know he could walk. What? Replacing Watching this? With a child's liver. <laughs> well, a liver leg. Is, is that far-fetched? Is that why not house? All right, enough about house for now. We we can't get enough of the promos though. Yeah. House beats people up. It's great. I yeah. You know something? I'm fine with just the house promo. That's all I need of the show. Yeah, that's all we need. I that. don't need to know right. how he cures it, if he cures it, whatever. Just show me the promo. Some other things that. Uh, Peak our interest and make us laugh out there. Um, is this little thing? What? What happened? Cr crumb? What crumb? What? <laughs> it's crumbelievable. Are you? Do you? Are you actually gonna do it? I'm so glad we're finally talking about it's crumbelievable. There, there has been uh, a few commercials on lately. There have been a few commercials using music so badly. I mean, there's been uh, over the past few years. It seems that it's not a sellout anymore for bands. Uh, or whoever owns this music to put it in commercials. So you kind of go by. You hear a Cadillac. Uh, you see a Cadillac commercial, and there's some Aerosmith playing or something. Coldplay you know, or you something. Don't, yeah, you don't, you don't give it a second thought. Sting. But there are some, that. some that you go, they, they change the words around a little, and you go, what the, What did I just hear? This is horrid. And and this was one of them. It makes me laugh every time, though. <laughs> Let's get ready to crumble. Let's get ready to crumble. <laughs> they must have had to pay Michael Buffer how much money? Oh. He gets like a gazillion dollars anytime he says that. This oh. douchebag, too, man. If you say, let's get ready to rumble, he's got a lawyer after you. He'll sue or, you. Or, or any variation. Or any yeah. variation. Let's get ready to crumble. Right. Let's but, get ready to gazumble. Right. I don't know. Can he sue you? Say it. Do it. Let's get ready to... Which word you want me to use? Let's get ready to mumble. house. They can't stop mumbling. It's in his liver. I want some tuna fish. Ooh. Let's get ready to bumble. Your suit. Subpoenas in the mail. Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're thinking of others. Uh, of course, there's got to be another. There's got to well, be another well, one out there you know. somewhere. Ooh. Ooh. What? I got one. How about oh. Fred? Fred got out of his chair. Would you like it? Uh, no, I'm not doing your bit. You do it. <laughs> oh, boy, you better do that now. Oh, well, now you've shattered everybody's expectation. Yeah. Let's get ready to rumble. Hey, I was going to say, you can go to the circus, and they announce, let's get ready to tumble. See, there we go. <laughs> wow, folks, you don't see that very often. <laughs> Why, Mike the... Tyson's gone down. <laughs> but you motherfucking you took his shit on the planet. But, Bumble. But you, but you know what it is, man. You, they they stole your dignity, right? But he goes, I, you I, but then if I fucker, and then you like, what? I'm just adding to the show. It's a lot of pressure. Stop tearing down a wall. <laughs> Leave him alone. We played it perfectly, and you have to freaking explain oh, to everybody. I love Patrice. I, we played it perfectly. Oh, sorry. That's the only way that was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was 
what it do. It just looked like, see, I, I, I feel for people. <laughs> and it's just like, the poor guy. Let's get ready to tumble. Tumble. If he did that as a, fu- I, I apologize because it was, it was right, damn fine acting. Here we go. Let's get it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's crumbelievable. Cheese crumbles. The are Intense nuggets of real craft cheese crumbled right off the block to give your favorite foods the big cheese taste you love. That big cheese taste that blows you away. The crumbelievable. Oh! They're crumbly. Crumbelievable. Crumbles and three cheese and mozzarella. You know, when you got cheese, you don't just want it to be unbelievable cheese. You want it crumbelievable. Oh, dan, dan, dan. Oh, what was that? EMF? Who, who EMF, did that? EMF, yeah. Did they get the original vocalist, you think? Wow. Or did they imitate his voice? I, I think they imitated. And you don't notice until you play it on the radio. Like, why Why all the visionary shit's happening, like the crumbled cheese is pouring on the salad. Right. Or, the, you know, the bitches got it near a titty or whatever. Right, right. You're not it's, noticing it's crumbly. You're not it's going, crumbelievable. Crumbelievable. You're just hearing the song, and you're like, why, you know, why are they using this song? It's crumbelievable. Oh, because it's crumbelievable. Oh, oh. Let's say hi to Chris and Jerry. Chris? You're talking already. Chris. Hello. Hey, hey man. Hey. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm punching out. I'm sorry. Yeah, you better. Uh, Scott in Tennessee. Scott. Hey, Mayor Menino's new entry. Intro. Let's get ready to mumble. Punch it out. <laughs> but you, you can't but punch out. I said that. Jer- I know. Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy in Jersey. I, uh, I said let's get ready to mumble, but uh, Jeremy. What's up, boys? Hey. Listen, Testaverde, take the snap. Let's get ready to fumble. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like how he Testaverde take the snap. <laughs> that added to it. Uh, Man, yeah. not finding any of them funny now. Now he's just sitting there. Yeah, he's dejected. <laughs> oh, really... It doesn't matter how funny one is. It could be the funniest one now ever, and Stan will not find it funny. And then if you see what he did to me, he goes, fucking y'all cracked up a tuna fish, faggots. <laughs> then he got the fuck yeah. <laughs> That fucking tuna fish, you fat bastard. I'm like, he tried to fuck you the over. The funny was no beef, just bumble. It's just, just bumble. <laughs> right. Like, let's be out, which is ridiculous. <laughs> let's go to sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. What's tricky? What's up, boy? Hey. Hey. Yeah, you guys are missing the obvious. Kelsey uh. Grammer, let's get ready to stumble. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> let's get ready to stumble. That's a good I word. like that. Michael Buffer's a motherfucker, man, ain't he? It's unbelievable. Yeah. Let's get ready to crumble. He, that motherfucker probably made a million dollars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He has nothing to talk about, though. Like, he goes to parties, and he's got his one thing. So I'm sure That's he's asked the question. So how did you come up with that? Yeah, how did uh, you come up with the let's get... Well, um, I was thinking it was time to rumble, and that the people should be prepared for this uh, rumble. So I thought I should make them get ready to, uh, you're going, going for a drink, are you? <laughs> get me one, too. And you see other announcers are trying to, like, figure out, like, something. Oh, yeah. Because you know when you're in showbiz, they ask you the same, you know, the same question. What are they talking to this guy about? <laughs> it was 1978. 
What? He's a motivational speaker. He's a motivational speaker. <laughs> Let's get ready to work at our lives. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those. Oh, he's got to come out and open with that. Let's get ready to make a change. <laughs> Let's get ready to take control of your destiny, people. It's your life. And. Michael Buffer you know, appearing at the Hilton Hotel. Oh, yeah. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> Michael Buffer, do not repeat above what I've written or you will be sued. All right. Creepy cold guy. <laughs> creepy cold guy. Hi, Patrice. Hello. Listen, after you know the comics, let's get ready to jumble. Right, you can't be much umble You're one away <laughs> now. <laughs> you're one guy away, Than. You're... Fat motherfucker! Y'all laughed at tuna fish! Someone else has stepped right, well. in front of you and on the line. <laughs> Thanks for that last caller. I guess it's time to move on. It's over. Where's uh, Martini Steve? No more umbles. It's Martini Steve. we got two web uh, video clips that one... Um, well, they're both funny. Steve Irwin. The crocodile... Uh, crocodile. crocodile hunter. He cries. Yes, Steve told me about this. Gets a little emotional. The what? crocodile hunter. Oh yeah, as a clip someone sent in last night. Steve Irwin apparently uh, on a recent episode was mourning the loss of one of his uh, dead crocodiles. A dead croc got him. A dead croc. I saw some special where his cameraman got bit in the head or something. I haven't seen that. And he didn't shed a tear over that guy. Uh, this croc kicked the bucket, and I guess it, I guess the croc died overnight in its sleep, and uh, Irwin discovered it in the morning and was very oh. upset. Wow, he sounds it. Yeah, I know. Very somber. Let's try that again. Okay. Yeah. Story of sleep. The best way anyone could ever go. This is a really special freak of mine. Her name's Mary, and I caught she was over 100 years of age. She's one of the most beautiful animals I've ever seen in my entire life. And I love her like I love my wife. I just love Mary so much. <laughs> Holy shit. Did he say he loved her as much as he loved his wife? Yes, he did. <laughs> you can act like a man. Like a man. Hey, uh, Steve, uh, you going to be using that crock for anything? Uh, my girl needs a purse. I need a shoe. Some boots. Can I have your beloved fucking family member for some of my fucking belts? <laughs> I have never heard someone that upset over... And, and the uh, croc was 100 years old. Yeah, he said the croc was 100 years old. Good life. Yeah. yeah. And at any the, the, point, if he petted the crocodile, it would bite his face off. Oh, yeah. what the a crocodile had no him. love for him. What a eating him. <laughs> There's that clip of him uh, feeding the crocs. He's got like chicken parts and he's throwing them in the croc's mouth and then he, he's holding his little baby. He yeah. caught a lot of shit for this. Oh, yeah. He's holding like a newborn baby. Justifiably, too. Over the, over the, um... Well, no, he's kind of holding him like, you know, lovingly. As but he's feeding the crocs. As he's feeding a crocodile, and kind of the croc is coming toward him and lunging, and he's kind of jumping away. 
That baby was like, that croc must have been like, oh, you know how tender that is? <laughs> I bet that is the tenderest, juiciest little chicken turkey looking oh, thing. Look at that. I used That's... to do my bit about the Michael Jackson holding his baby over the bow. That was about the same time. Yeah, I'm like, it was. The right. crocodile hunter is using his baby for chum, <laughs> and Michael Jackson is worse. At least because Michael Jackson was black, that's why I was yeah. worse. Well, it's not anymore. Ain't the fact that in a couple of years Michael Jackson's gonna be fucking the kids. Fucking Steve Irwin is isn't. Steve Irwin's gonna be fucking a crocodile, yeah. and yeah. no one really cares about that. At least Steve Irwin's kid gets some loving care after the incident. You never <laughs> see Dateline trapping people that came to have sex with crocodiles. You know? Why did you come to this crocodile pen? Hey, hey, I. Just try. I, I like I, crocodiles. Uh, I, Michael Jackson is going to be having sex with that kid. I only fuck newts. <laughs> I don't like the whole. <laughs> so he cries when the crocs die. Oh, We're that's sad. So. Oh, the wife must feel good. Feels just as bad oh, yeah. as he lost his wife. It's just one of those animals you you can't. Yeah. There's no love you can't there. Give, a, give love to that. It's like giving it's, love to a snake. Is like it's yeah. a possession. You like oh, die, but damn. You can't love something that can't. Have an expression on its face. Right. Show no, me something. No eyebrows, nigga. No eyebrows. It's like fish and you, nigga. That's no it. eyebrows, you need motherfucker. A, you, you need, need to fall something. in love with an expression or something. You ever look at a dog and he he like puts his puts his head on his little paws on the rug and then you go, hey boy, and he looks up at you and his eyebrows make that sad look. Now how right. do you not go, good boy? Exactly. The crocodile, no matter what the fuck mood that croc is in, He's that croc could be like, look at you and go, there is no chance I'm going to eat you. I actually appreciate you as a human. And it's going to be the same face as, I'm starving, I'm going to rip your fucking head Basically, off. Basically, he looks like a burn victim all the time. <laughs> oh, Little beady eyes. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought we were all just having fun here. What happened? We're an Asian. Fucking. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> You can't love it. You just no. can't love. It. I don't really. No I, it's loving. hard to really love cats like that. I they love... don't give what a dog. Nah, cats Nothing can be. What a dog cats gives you. can be friendly. Nah, cats purr. Cats yeah, can be friendly. Cats will give you a little something, something. Yeah. But but I'll tell you something. They got the the motherfucker attitude. There but... is no indication when you get a cat whether it's going to be good cat or bad cat. And you can't train it to love you. A dog. If you give a dog a lot of love and affection when it's a puppy, it's probably going to be very loving and affectionate when it grows up into a dog. A cat. You could be the nicest to a cat when it's a little kitten. The thing could grow up, and you go to pet it, and whoosh, you get the claws. You get that thing they do where they grab you with the front legs, roll over on their back, <laughs> yeah. and hit you with the back legs. No why? Oh, is that annoying? You just want to punch a cat in the face when no he does why? that. Because you allow the cat to shit in your house. What? Think about it. If you allowed your dog to shit in your house... Oh, we think have, he has the run of the house. It would have an attitude, too. You do let the cat the shit dog in, the house, in the cat you. box. The dog needs you. They go in the cat box. The cat's like, fuck you. I shit and eat. So you think the what dog you, what is you doing only, for me? This is a this is a backwards attempt by the dog because he, he knows he can't get There's out no the choice. house to shit. Yeah. So he has to and he knows you if he does love, shit in the house, he's, he's going to get, get, get beat up. You're the guy that turns the knob. He That's doesn't right. have thumbs. Right. That's the whole thing between you dogs and cats. you got to turn the knob. I just summed it up. He loves your opposable thumb. That's all. Cat doesn't need you for shit. You already told the cat, look, you can shit in my house. Hey, shit in my house. And if you don't feed the thing, it's gonna find gonna a, it's gonna find a mouse right. or something. It's gonna find. Very self Do you have a mouse? mouse? He's got a in lot your of house. Mice. Oh, I have He's lots of mice. Well, yeah. if you don't have mice in your house, what's it gonna find? I'm Probably find something. Open garbage. Up, takes it takes the little paw and opens up a cabinet. He'll get into yeah. something. 
You let some of your crumbleables. You dog lovers out there, you let your dog shit in your house and you watch you the watch, attitude. And it'll you watch tear, the attitude it'll change. It'll tear the fucking uh, packet open right where they start to tear for you. Right. And seal it back for you. <laughs> Let's go to Bobby in Boston. Bobby. Boys, what's happening? Hey, there, Bobby. Hey, hey, Bobby. Oh, oh, I almost the fucking road. Uh, a croc looks like a burn victim. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm feeling pretty good. I, 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 I was, that was, you were talking earlier about Anthony being a cruel, trying to figure out what his cruel is. You say shit like that off the cuff. I was howling, howling. Well, How do you come up with that? Well, these guys are really, really funny, so I just go with the shock stuff. That was classic, <laughs> brother. Punching out. You're a shock jocko. I'm a shocker. Shocker jocker. Uh, all right, enough of that, though. We got this other clip. We have this teen's life ruined by teabagging. I'm what? not sure what the actual news. It looks like it's a Dateline or a, uh, Dateline. In, uh, a 2020 kind of special. Teabagging? I guess the kid went off for the weekend with some friends. His uh, parents set him off for the first time, and he got hazed a little bit while he was out. And uh, yeah, he got teabagged by some other gentleman, and the mother describes what they did to him. He. 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 So it's a, 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 a guy. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, 15? By the way. 15. Can we back up a little bit? Uh, we got to start using the instant feedback. You know, I usually punch it up over here. We got to, like, reset everything. Like, we do read instant feedback all day long. Mm -hmm. The instant feedback has dropped because of the pal talk. And the whack bag has dropped a little bit because of the pal talk. We need the faithful listeners to still visit everything. <clears throat> we still yes. need your instant feedback coming in, people. We still need the post on whack bag. And we still need the pal talk. We haven't mentioned instant feedback in a while, I guess. Right. But yeah. we notice, like, some uh, areas are getting stronger, others are getting weaker, but all this helps the show. <clears throat> right. So if you haven't been on Whack Bag in a while, you know, post there, okay? If you haven't sent in an instant feedback in a while, do that as well. The instant feedback Unless you've got is, nothing to say. Well, that's true. The, the instant feedback link is on opianthony.com. But we got to reset a lot of these things again. Yeah. Okay? Uh, Zoltak, the great, from I Philly. I am Zoltak. So I guess Opie is saying no one could possibly love an Asian. <coughs> oh, Jesus. The Asians are expressionless as well as what oh, this guy's sort of Jimmy Norton's uh, favorite observations. Yeah, you don't know. In fact, you can't tell if they love you, hate you, if they're in a good mood, a bad mood. So it's just the same face. Oh, I don't, I he drinks patty water. Yeah. I never noticed that. Yeah. Well, that's true. Jimmy Norton. Now uh, i got to look at an Asian. Let's yeah. go to Scott in Texas. Hey, man. Hello? Well, how you doing, Scott? The skin is too oh, tight around their doing? eyes, hey, so Opie. they can't open, close, nothing. It's just there. Hmm. Uh, hey, Opie. Yeah. Hey, I agree with you, man. I had a cat I had in Texas. I used to let him shit in the house all the time. The meanest damn cat you could ever see. Every time you touch him, he claws you. Then I, move, I'm, uh, I send him to my mom's house in Alabama, and she lets him shit outside. The nicest cat you could ever see. See? That's all. I'm telling you, no. man. Yeah, I got to agree with you. I'm telling you. I had four fucking cats in my house because my, my wife was turning into crazy cat lady. And believe me, it was just because I finally put my pussy foot down that it stopped at four. It started with one, which is fine. And then she decides to get another one. And it's a female. And one's a male. And it's not fixed. Hello. There's kittens all over the place. We want to give the kittens away, so we start giving away, and she wants to keep one. And I pussy out. And then she decides that she can't decide between two, so she keeps two. And then they grow up into cats. And before you know it, I have four cats. I sent away for one of those um, cat boxes with the motor that, like, rakes the thing each time they come in. 
I'm not too annoying. The thing was running like a refinery <laughs> constantly <laughs> all night long. All you'd hear. And it would put it in a bag. It's just mining poop it's shit. It's mining. I was mining long. cat shit. <laughs> Poop shit, that, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just mining cat shit 24 hours a day in the middle of the night. And I was the one that had to attend to the cat box. It was my job. <laughs> Fucking Anthony wife. had chores. I had chores. <laughs> had chores. I had chores. Big radio star. A grown chores. man that was like setting the radio world on fire had chores. <laughs> me and Al would carpool. He dropped me off at my house. I'd be like... You know, dude, what a show today. Uh, we got the, an interview coming up. We're doing this. We're doing that. It's, go, you know, top of the world, man. We're going to fucking go places. He dropped me off. Well, I guess you forgot where the vacuum was. <laughs> no, I, it's in the closet. It, oh, well, if you knew where it was, why uh, why isn't the floor vacuumed? Well, perhaps because I'm trying to make a huge radio career, and uh, uh, vacuuming really didn't fit into that. But Trace, this is where Anthony blanks out for about ten minutes. Just, oh, just boy. Just sit back and enjoy. Oh, boy. Don't I, look at him in the eye. I never knew what I was coming home to. <laughs> this was it. I would come home. I would come home, and Opie would drop me off, and he's like, so, what's going on? And I, I'd go to Opie, i go, who knows? Mixed bag. <laughs> Can I... Because we're allowed to talk about this stuff now. Can I? Yeah. I did remember another thing that I used to do for you. Yeah. Do you remember the times I would pull up to your house and you'd go, no. And we would drive around a little bit because you weren't ready to go home. Yeah. Yet. We wouldn't go to a bar or anything. It's like, uh, no. No. Could you just drive around Huntington? No. More? Just take the long way home. Take the long way. Because <laughs> uh, some days would be, well, you forgot where the uh, forgot where the vacuum is, huh? And I'd be like, um, no. And then other days... I drive up and and like I was really into playing Half Life, this game Half Life, during that time, and I was trying to beat the game and I was just psyched to play it. And we'd pull up and I didn't know if it was going to be Angry Wife or not. Uh, you know, the Where's the Vacuum? Why didn't you do this? Get cat box, but and then I'd pull up one day and all of a sudden I'd look in and it would look like uh, it would look like Carrie's house after she walked home from the prom. <laughs> just candles everywhere. Oh, candle night was candle, always a treat. Candle night, and I'd be like, oh, I guess she's feeling amorous. <laughs> this is great because I'm feeling nothing for this woman. And I go in, and all I'm thinking is, I forgot about candle night. All I'm thinking is, but, but I have to turn off the power generator downstairs to get. The mob that I got, there's going to be guys, soldiers parachuting down. I got to shoot them so I could get through and get the formula to the professor. I'm All I'm thinking is Half-Life games. Patrice, you know, around Christmas time, you see, like, the Hanukkah candles and stuff in all, in all every window, whatever. He would have candle, <laughs> candle night. It was like candles, like, oh, boy. Okay, I guess she's feeling like... Did she hit you? What? <laughs> Dude, it, it, it... I don't even want to look. It, 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 she might as well have. I'm no, she never did. I'll, I'll was be you honest. Abuse the husband? I was mentally abused. I, now, I don't felt understand mentally that. I'm abused. I'm not trying to. I'm just want to know, like, when you come home from being a radio personality. Yeah. yeah. Personality. We were like on top of the uh, world. Fair enough. Like yeah. fucking radio yeah. Yeah. gods or whatever you want to yeah, call whatever. it, right? Yeah. And she goes, hey, "Did you forget the vacuum?" The reason I asked did she hit you is, is goes. Uh, yeah, bitch, I did forget where the vacuum was. <laughs> and what was like, what would happen after you said, go fuck yourself? Uh, there would be hours of misery, arguing, and shit. Like, I would have to, I would have to plan out what time it was, 
as to how much balls I could have to answer back. There was like if it was if it was coming up uh, late and I knew I had to go to sleep. She came up with some shit. I knew I couldn't answer back, or else it would be three, four in the morning with her hovering over me. Yeah, you try to fucking sleep, you motherfucker. And this, your papa. And, and and I couldn't do that because I had to go to sleep. So so. How many years did you deal with that? Nine years. How many years during the radio did you deal with that? Uh, let's see. Oh. All all of Boston, um, and I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half in New York. Yeah, probably a year in New York. Uh huh. So about four of the nine or four to ten years. No, it's closer to six years, man. Because then we had the BAB time. Oh yeah. Well, it was all you know. We had the BAB time from nineteen ninety. Then we had the three years in Boston. Then another year or so. Nineteen ninety. See, but I was a pretty beaten guy. Like I was. I when I got married to her, I wasn't radio star. I was fucking. Tin knocker construction worker guy. He was Chris Daltrey. Yeah, yeah. And now she was. You, did, was it a was it an American Idol? Was this like your American Idol that kind of go? You go, bitch! I'm a winner. I'm oh. done with you. Whew. The second I started making a little cake, get me a girl with the age teen, something teen. That's what I want. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Partially. <laughs> No, I I was not, I was not with miserable. the teen thing. No, I, 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 no I'm serious we about all, that. We all went there, but it's by like, the way, I was. By the way, the answer to the question that you started the show with. This is where I do get uncomfortable. This oh. is it right here. No jokes. He lived. He he lived. No jokes. Opie was like part of. Did this. you ever help him through his his relationships? No, he he He's went always... through it like it was like some kind of fucking I don't know, like it was some kind of thing that that like a bank transaction. I went through it like it was a soap opera fucking knockdown drag out. It was just like a book. It could have been a movie. And and I you know, I, I like I said, I got married, I was in construction. So, you know, she's tending bar to make some money. I'm working construction. I got like fucking credit card debt up the ass. And, you know, it was that that was the deal. There was a lot of drinking going on, you know. Bumble. So when, parties. when did you have the epiphany that you weren't a loser anymore? Um I guess after Boston, when when I came to New York, I'm like, you know something, I really don't need to take this shit anymore, because it was just taking shit, dude, taking shit. Now, what was the? Can you give me one day of like the day that you found out that fuck this bitch, right? Can you give mm -hmm. me what you said the day you find like how'd you finally get rid of her? Oh, oh, that was, um, yeah. I'm not getting rid of my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, you had a bitch on the side. Of course. And she knew about it, though. Oh, yeah. Of course she did. Oh, but yeah. she just wanted to hang with you and... You might want to Google Anthony's name <laughs> for the full story. But Google you know, Anthony, that's Anthony's what I name. Say, whatever, when you first met her, to, be, to get to that point of I love you and marry you, there was a good person nah, there at some point. No, nah, it wasn't no, really. He's I love you, story. I marry you thing. It was more of he's a. Told the story. It was more of a. She was never really a person that Patrice. really loved. Nah, like that. I would Patrice. never have married a girl oh. like this. It's one of the saddest stories. It was. I was. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. This is where I get uncomfortable. It was. I'm creeping up on 30 years old. I got to become like and and everywhere I went, I still felt like a kid. Like I'd go to the bar, way of being a man. to the bar my mother worked at, and they're like, "Hey, you know, it's Rosie's kid. You know, buy Rosie's kid a drink or something." Yeah, thirty. Or, or work. Yeah, like I, know, I, I was just turning thirty, and it was like I'm still a fucking like like a kid at work. 
I had a shitty job and, and it was, you know, I was the kid there. Never treated like an adult. Never knew how to be an adult or, you know, anything. So where did you so meet the bitch? So I thought, um, let's see, she... She was, like, banging my brother for a while, and then... Just a bitch that was around? Yeah, around at the bars and stuff, and and then we hooked up, and I don't know, we kind of hit it off and shit. And you said, will but, you marry me? And she goes, yeah, yeah. You want to get fucking married? It was like over yeah. a lot of Jack Daniels and Captain Morgan, you know? Oh, it was just, you know, always... I was always a lot of medication. I was always drinking. Never good fucking, never and really then, great and anything. And thought... Uh, you know, it was just all, it was just back then, what it was, my whole life back then was just a clusterfuck of, like, being in a place and wanting to be somewhere completely different. I was working construction knowing damn well this wasn't what I should be doing. I should, I knew then, before I even met Opie, I was like, I want to do radio. I want to be on the radio. How does a construction worker get into fucking radio? You saved this nigga's life. Oh, yeah, he knows it. <laughs> right? This is really this is the you, you don't even deserve an and a motherfucker. <laughs> you Hold listen on. to some VAB tapes. This motherfucker could still be on Long Island spinning fucking Aerosmith records. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Without the and, wait a minute. You're grateful for the and up in this motherfucker. I'm just no, saying. I'll, I'll tell you the God's honest truth. When I uh, brought Anthony aboard. I, I had a name for myself where I was at at the time, and a lot of people said, why, why you know, uh, put his name in the show? And I'm like, Bec I said, trust me on this. How long before the end? Right away. Immediately. E immediately. The second we got a gig up in Boston. You guys were opening and Yeah. Because yeah, I get, I get uh, shit for having, you know, an out-of-control ego and all this bullshit, and that's why I get frustrated. I was Opie for 10 years by myself doing well. I was doing fine. I, I had a career. Was it as big as this? Absolutely not. Would it have been as big as this by myself? Absolutely not. But I was doing just fine. And I was going places on my own, okay? Fair enough. When I fucking uh, worked with this motherfucker for the first time, and I saw the chemistry, I'm like, Opie and Anthony starting tomorrow. Nice. I didn't even have to think about it. And I was Opie for 10 plus years before that. If you count uh, college radio, even longer. Good That's God. why Howard is the biggest douche in this business. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, well, I mean, oh, 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 I almost got hit by that no, trolley. Because, you know, because, you know, Robin really helped him, you know, get uh, get places in his career. And this motherfucker still thinks it's all about him. Never be Howard. you got to be Robin. able to step aside and realize what you got, you know? And I said, trust me on this. It's Opie and Anthony starting tomorrow. Starting, I started calling my show. That was still mine, Opie and Anthony, when he came in. Nice. No problem. Hey. And I knew it paid uh, dividends like like. You're being like very crazy. nice about this, but he saved you from either oh. imminent death, no, a no, no. charge, I know? or 75 kids. Patrice, it was a no... <laughs> Patrice, <laughs> the funny thing about this, it was such a no-brainer because what people don't know... Is Anthony was doing radio with other guys at the time, and all these fucking ridiculous egos couldn't see the big picture, couldn't see the future. Oh, you was doing radio. Yeah, he was on yeah. Howard's show. I had done. He uh, did some things on Howard's show. He did things. I mean, there's a bunch of other shows. With PLR. And all they had to do is offer this motherfucker a job. He was there the next day. Eager, 
like a little beaver. Dude, I so you have been anything. just tasty, tasting around in radio anyway. Yeah, I wanted before. to do radio. I knew oh, I wanted I to do was, radio. I thought you just fell out of a fucking a turnip patch or something. But I didn't have a gig, you know. It wasn't, it but you had wasn't, been, you had, you've been, you was refining yourself. I was trying any way to get my foot in the door. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it and I, I looked down I'm like, Are, you got to be kidding me. No one else has grabbed you yet? And, no it, was, and, and it was. And then it was and. And there wasn't like an inkling. Fucking Ann just sitting there waiting. No that problem. Anything yeah, was gonna happen. And then, and then when we got the offer to go to Boston, uh, I'd said this before. I was making like twenty. I was making twenty nine thousand dollars a year, yeah. knocking tin. And the offer to go up to Boston and do radio was twenty seven five. Twenty seven thousand five hundred dollars a year. A year. Oh, believe me, there's shit in radio when you first get started. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was less than I was making, knocking tin in construction, and. You call them up and tell them you want to make at least what you're making now, or no, we can't do it. We got credit card bills, and we can... we and I'm like, this is this I'm is like, wifey. I'm like, you Holy don't understand. Shit. This is this is the chance of a lifetime. If yeah. I fall on my ass, like if we do well, this twenty-seven five ain't gonna. Don't worry about it. And if I fall on my ass, I'll go back to you know. They'll hold my job you, you there in hollow air conditioning. Let me explain this. You can find a million twenty-seven five jobs. Yeah. Believe a million. Me. I could get the but, one I had. They right. would invite me but back. But you can't find you can't find opportunities like that. Uh, they say it all the time. Opportunities come once in a lifetime. Yeah. Blah blah blah. That was the opportunity for that was the opportunity. Did, you, did, you, did you pull his coat to let him know? Look, twenty. This is bad money now, but dude, here's the potential. I didn't care. Here's, did you know what the potential money was? Yeah. And Patrice, here's the deal. And and Aunt and I joke about this to this day. It's a known fact. Aunt and I make exactly the same now. Okay. Mm -hmm. When we were going to Boston. That was my gig. I got that gig for me by myself. They were ready to pay me. It was close to $20,000 more than I was making a BAB. That's a nice bump. Big <laughs> for, time. For nights. For nights. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to explain the story. For nights, right? But I, I was like, fuck that. I got this new guy I'm, I'm you know, hanging with, and we're doing radio. And, we, and I knew they had afternoon drive available. I didn't have enough on my own to get afternoon drive. They were giving me nights for a nice bump up, though, okay? Right. So I said, no, you got to hear the tape of Ant and I. You know, I, I know you've heard my solo stuff, whatever, but trust me on this. you got to hear this tape. And they fucking heard this tape and went, holy crap, they hired us the next day for, uh, for afternoons. And uh, and I went up there for the exact same money because yeah. So I, he took out of the budget that they had, he took exactly what he was making at BAB to pay you, and so yes. I could get oh, the rest. They, so they weren't paying you; they he was paying you. No, they no, were paying so, me. See, see, basically, if I was a stupid and and really had an ego that was getting in the way, I would have said, "Aunt, hey, you know, this is fun. We've had a good time, but holy crap, I can make an extra twenty thousand right now." To me, that was was huge, especially at the time. But I saw the bigger picture. I'm like, look, I'll take mm -hmm. the cut now, no problem, as long as I go up there for the same exact salary I'm making now, because I knew what kind of life I had. And which was wasn't some, nothing. Was this some like love at first sight shit, or was you looking for an and before that? I was definitely looking. I think you're always looking. But there, you it know? was then, you know, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, so you had already said, man, I need, I need a fucking like a partner. Yeah, because I was getting bored doing it by myself. And to take that to and the next popped, level, and then you and just stuff. kind of fell into popped it. You know, so just, I went yeah. up. I went up for the exact same thing. He went up for the exact same salary, and then boom. Yeah. Within six months, I think, like she was bitching about the twenty-seven. Within six months, I think I was making thirty-five, oh, okay. which was, you know, Damn, uh, to you me up already. Back then, to me, was like, oof, amazing. You know, I, I, it, knocking ten, I never would have made that doing what I was doing. You know, so. uh 
that worked out. So how did bump up to the millionaires you are now? Is that the, that's the game? Just being at the top of your game is millions. Right. We got the mayor killed up there in uh, Boston. Once that happened, they threw boatloads of money at us for some reason. Yep. <laughs> that was the old days. When you fucked up, you fucked up. You and went right, up. Right, 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 and right, who right. knew that? Opie. I turned around when we got fired from Boston but and now thought, you're fucking oh, my down God. Now, now, it's you now fuck you fucked down. down. Now you fucked down. Yeah. At the time, I, I, I knew. And, and idiots were, like, pulling me aside. You need to you need to talk to a, a psychologist, a psychiatrist. You have problems. I'm like, I, I have problems. Watch what happens next. I was like, oh, my God, he got us fired. Because I remember because we were making now this see Anthony now completely gets it all but I, yeah. and then he was scared at shitless at the time and I, I, I was like this. oh my god he fucked this up oh my god we got did fired have a, oh did my god we a shitty argument no no we, no we've rarely no. fought no we've rarely fought it was uh, no so it, I, but, but I was at the time now at the time it was a few years later my dream was to make $50,000 a year that was it. That to me was like the ultimate. <laughs> that was your fucking. That was the ultimate. That was the goal. And I was at the time we got fired from Boston, I was making I think sixty. Yeah, we were about there. And we were just ready to get our raise to like eighty. Something like that. Yeah. And I was like, I was beside myself, like, oh my god, Which, by the I'm way, rich. I'm rich. Which <laughs> I finally did it. Boom! Fired. White trash. Oh yeah, right. Oh, you were making about sixty. <laughs> you are really white trash. Which, by the way, holy shit, sixty. Dude, where I was living, I was living in an apartment he building with a bunch of Brazilians. Was looking at and fucking oh. since he was a teenager. Dude, I was rich. <laughs> and by the way, I, we're not gonna get sympathy for this, <laughs> but opening. We were huge in Boston, making the the company so much freaking money. They they took advantage of us, even when we were making sixty, yeah. seventy, eighty yeah. thousand, whatever. It but was. then when we got fired. And I'm like, wait, what happened? We, we got, and all I could think of was going back, knocking ten, twenty nine thousand, from, and tell them, dude, I was on the radio for why, I was gonna make eighty thousand dollars a year. Just and, the and, story of why. All right, get with some insulation up there, and uh, now uh, wrap that ductwork and get like Dr. Bellows. Yeah, but but I'm, I uh, I was uh, Major Nelson. I just was making, and then, but I turned and she. But I had what I, uh, Major Nelson. I, it was here. I, you know, but it, it disappeared. I was now, all do you confused. think you got the potential? Mm. Now, what? Now, what is the difference now yeah. between you mm -hmm. now? Like, could you think you could ever be in a position? You think your girl now could make turn you into old Anthony? Like, if she decided to just no, no. first of all be an asshole, she ain't that girl. Well, no, I'm just saying that's for hypothetically. Sure. My wife fuck, fuck was what she one really in is, a million. If you if you met a chick, you do you think potentially you can be the guy that that could come home and she never. Go, Where's the boat at? You know, she, she just ups her game in terms of like, motherfucker. Why don't we have four no. cars, asshole? I would. I will never again be that guy. Never. And you think you changed Too many just because of, of the, the what the radio gave you, like that confidence? A little bit of everything. Getting older. I completely life experience. Completely believe him. Just man. things. Completely. I ain't that guy anymore. I, I I just don't take shit. I I'm very I'm very diplomatic. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll I'll take a lot of shit. Uh, but I'll I'll fight back with diplomacy. Mm -hmm. But then I cross a line and it's over, Johnny. I swear to God, it just explodes. Not in, like, violence, not physical mm -hmm. violence, but I will just, boink, shut off. 
I give a fuck you, uh, you or a, that's it, and saying, I leave the you're situation. You're not saying anything crazy there. I think a lot of people are like that. Yeah. They'll take the shit, take the shit, take the shit, and that's then finally it. done. But my you're line fine. has also gotten a little closer to me. I don't take oh. as much shit as oh, I, I used to. Okay, I, yeah, I yeah. used to just fucking we got to wrap shit. up because we got to take a break, Derek, and the guy's got to like catch Ooh. up. Is that all right? On Marshalls. Um, so did he answer your question? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know what it was. Punk motherfuckers. Always brings me back. Oh, you see, you know something? You black guys, you, you act like you got all your women in order. Watch that scene from fucking uh, Reservoir Dogs when they're all talking about how black guys treat their women. And it's like, but when they get home, their bitches put them in their fucking place. Put, put super glue on their dick. <laughs> hey, put that wacko glue on. I was and... there too, though. I was there. I just learned earlier. I was all yeah. goofy earlier. Yeah. I got to break in really fast. Lady Die uh, is on the phone. Oh, the faithful well, listener, now, faithful see, listeners know who Lady Die is. Now, her husband knew how to get out of a relationship. Yeah. Oh, he stood on God. the tracks of a train and let it run him over and died. No, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. Oh, the luckiest man in the world. That's right. Lady Di, uh, we need an update. What's going on with you? How you doing, Di? I'm homeless. Ah, sucks to be you. It does suck to be me right now. Sweetie, look, I spilled the ball. You got to respect that. Disgusting. For us today, I don't know if we're promoting anything, are we? Um, I'm doing Caroline soon, but um, probably um, Black Phillip in the back next week. Yeah, we're going to do Black Phillip next Saturday night, hopefully. we got to figure that out. Uh, a couple things we want to get to before we get out of here. Another death at Disney, huh? Uh, the happiest place on Earth, they call it. How could it be? And uh, that same ride, that mission to Mars, is it? Or Mission Space? What's it called? Uh, Space Mountain mission, to, mission, mission to die, <laughs> a mission to kill the uh, clientele. Yeah, it was. Um, it's one of these things that, uh, in essence, it's a centrifuge. You sit in this thing, and uh, because your perspective doesn't change, you don't see the outside. You just see like you're inside a rocket capsule, yeah. and you're looking at a screen in front of you. So when they take off, you know, you see yourself launching. You feel yourself get pushed back in the seat because this fucking thing is on a centrifuge. And you you actually feel the G-forces pushing back. And uh, I've heard it's very realistic. And there's also a thing that makes you feel like you're, 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 you have no gravity. Do the same thing by moving this little apparatus around. They could trick your senses. Mm. Apparently it kills people too. <laughs> uh, because some kid, if you remember, about a year ago, uh, was killed in this thing. Some six-year-old that looked getting? like he was about 15. What are they getting? Like heart attacks or something? Yeah, like heart problems. Uh, this woman apparently had blood pressure issues. Um, and it's uh, it's it's killing people. But it's Disney. What do they do, Ope? Well, I believe they just hose it down. Hose it down. Put the little Mickey in front of the line. It's a little wooden thing cut out that has Mickey on it. Sorry, kids. Ride's closed for a while. Just a casual sign that says closed for maintenance. Closed for maintenance. <laughs> right. They should just have a patron laying down with the XX, like cartoon X's over their eyes. <laughs> closed for maintenance. Closed for maintenance. Go get a hot dog. Yeah, we'll be open soon. Check back in 20 minutes. Don't you worry. Hose it down. That's Hose it down. That's what they do there. Start them up. Roll them. We got to get to... It's a big attraction there in Epcot. Yeah. Uh, and Epcot isn't known for its, like, big attractions. So uh, they got to get the, uh, the the big rise mission space. They got to get it up and running as quickly as possible. But I think now that two people have died on this thing, they're going to have to do something. Yeah. They are going to have to maybe tame it down or figure out what the hell's killing people. 
Well, that's a very good question on seven. Ah, because, yeah, what are you going to do? All right. <laughs> People want to know if we're going to put out a DVD. Yeah, I think we should put out a DVD. Uh, Lady Die. How you doing, hon? Uh, Lady Die. Remember me? You said what before the commercial? No, no, I didn't say anything like that. I'm just telling you right now that I'm homeless, I'm out on the street. That's it. Wow, we knew it would end like this. All right, thanks for um, the update. What? <laughs> you don't even want any info on that? <laughs> How is she calling? I have no time is for that her. A pay phone or a cell phone? I have no time for her because we got so involved with her. We tried to help her, and she wouldn't listen to anything we had to say. Look at Patty. She was right on the brink of being... She was homeless for a very short time, lived in this studio under the stairs. And uh, we actually helped her out. She took the help, parlayed it, and now she is fine. <laughs> now, she's, now she's just barely homeless. Yeah, barely homeless. <laughs> barely the lady die wouldn't listen to us. She's a drunk. She's a drunkard. She's uh, irresponsible. Apparently, her son is with her father or something because uh, she couldn't. Uh, Do you take realize care if I'm listening to the show the first time? Yeah. I hate both of you. Yeah. Why? Because you hung up on this poor. You hung up on this poor homeless lady. I'm homeless. I'm in the street now. I'm just pissed off and I'll beat myself up all afternoon long that I didn't play the Benny Hill music before I had you yeah. know, hung up on her. It could be worse. <laughs> homeless in spring. The weather's nice now. Yeah. Just think if it was winter. All right, maybe we'll get we'll get to that story tomorrow. Yeah, I gotta hear what happens. Let's uh, let's say hi to Will in Jersey. Will, what's up? Hey, what's up, boys? I learned today that you can't feel for someone who doesn't feel. Yeah. Jeez, you guys suck. Mm. Yeah. Right. How do you know who the fuck doesn't feel? Huh? You can just tell. <laughs> you can just tell. <laughs> and don't forget, dogs would give you an attitude if you allowed them to shit in your house. Shit in your house, right? Let's go to Grape Soda. Grape Soda. Hey, uh, yeah, I learned today that Anthony had a shitty marriage, and I never knew that. Oh, it was awful. Divorce was even yeah. worse. All right. Uh, Lady Die. Yes, do me a favor. Yeah. Can you raise a, a fund for me, Wackback.com? No one requests the funds. They usually come up because people have sympathy for somebody. <laughs> no one really has much sympathy for you because we've tried to help you in the past, and you've been so stupid and arrogant and lying to no, yourself. I'm not lying to anybody. I'm not You're lying. a drunkard. You're a drunk. We told you, are we? Told you we're going to lose your fucking house and everything in your life. And look, ta-da! You're on the street. Congratulations. She's starting no, a foundation for herself. Yeah. Not true. She's still not lying. You did deserve this. You worked toward this. Congratulations. You reached your goal. You're homeless. That was your goal. Jesus. No, it's not my hey, goal. Hey, Lady Die. You made sense to her. Lady Die, let me give you some advice. Take the way your husband took out. No, listen to Do me. you hear anything going choo-choo right, nearby? Right. Step in front this of it. All right, let Lady Die talk. Lady Die, go ahead. What do you have to say? What's up? Never my See you husband. Tomorrow. That's it. I'm out of here.